Now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. The best there is. The best there was. And the best there ever It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. I've got tickets to see Guns N' Roses down in Oklahoma City on Wednesday. We've got listener emails. We've got to tell the truth as well. If you need help with anything, you can always email us. Show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. We're like a free therapist without any of the education to be doing this. (laughs) And we can't prescribe anything either. We can. It's not legal, <laughs> much like the advice. Right. Um, and yesterday, the internet got all in a tiff over something over a decade old. And I know the internet in a tiff isn't new, but it was a list that got put out of the top 100 singers of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and who do you think were in the top five, Sam? Whitney Houston. You, th- oh, oh. you think Whitney Houston is in the top five? Yeah. No. 
out of the 100 greatest singers of all time? Yeah. Wow. Aretha Franklin. Hold on. I'm trying to find Whitney Houston. She's 34. Wow. Aretha Franklin was number one. Wow. Okay. Okay. There's four, three others. Um. God. Uh, Tina Turner. Tina Turner. The one that you didn't think stood the test of time. Number 17. <laughs> Where does Elton John land on that list? Okay. That's an interesting take. Elton John. Uh. Came in at. Sorry, I have to look at a hundred names, so yeah. you're gonna have to bear with yeah, me yeah. just a second. Yeah. Mm, not in the top thirty. Wow. Thirty-eight. Okay. What about Freddie? Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Solid choice. Eighteen. Okay. Okay. Mm. Um, let's see if okay. Um, how about Barry Manilow? Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. Mr. Copacabana himself. That's right. Mandy. He's an amazing singer. He is. That's why you figure, I mean, at least the top 100 for sure. But, I mean, give me top 10 at least. Nope. Wow. Not even on the list. Not even on the, I'm not answering Sam yet. Not even <laughs> on the list. Okay. Barry Manilow is. Wow. Okay. I don't see Adele on the list. Oof. Um, the point I'm trying to make is that this list is a mess. They've got Axl Rose at 64. Axl Rose above Jerry Lee Lewis, above Greg Allman, John Fogarty, Dolly Parton, James Taylor. Wait. Mariah Carey. <laughs> well, wait. <laughs> Axl Rose is better than all those? Gar Garfunkel, Don Henley. <laughs> huh? Annie Lennox, <laughs> Patti LaBelle. Stevie Nicks, Steven wow. Tyler. Wow. They have Axl Rose above all those people. Get out of here. Number, the top 10, James Brown. And so for me, it's just, is this a top 10 singer? I don't know if 10's the right spot. Mm -hmm. James Brown, number 10. Okay, sure. I don't know about singer, maybe performers. Right. I could buy that. Okay. I can, but I would be okay if he was in top ten. I've, I'm not gonna. That's not an argument for me. Okay, right? Okay. Like yeah. you're, you're probably right. Yeah. I'm, I'm siding with you. But <laughs> number nine, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, yeah. okay. that's that's. It's one of those fair. shrugs. Like, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I got no beef. Fifteen or nine. Yeah, doesn't matter to me. Otis Redding. Okay, I'm okay with that. Are you? I mean, I mean again, it's a shrug. Like yeah. if he's nine or nineteen, yeah, it's it's we're we're talking thin lines. You're not going to be as furious if he was like in the top five, right? <laughs> uh, furious, <laughs> Bob Dylan at number seven. Okay, uh, now we've taken a weird turn. Uh, <laughs> I love Bob Dylan, but in terms of singers, if you can understand what he's saying, songwriter songwriters, you for got sure. it for sure, man. Uh, number six, Marvin Gaye. Sure. Okay. Number five, John Lennon. Yeah. Okay. Number four, Sam Cooke. What? The modern, he's a modern singer, right? Yeah. He's from our time. Yeah. Wow. He surpassed all those people I just mentioned, not to, not counting the other 90 people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, a, he's better than Etta James, Bob Marley, Mick Jagger, Al Green, Paul McCartney. No. 
He's talented for show. Number three, Elvis Presley. Number two, Ray Charles. Both are fair. I think the top three are solid. Aretha, Elvis, and Ray. I don't know. Okay, so here's where I think we can dig in. Okay. The top three. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Elvis is a top three singer. Really? He he broke the mold uh, for sure. music and rock. Sure, for but that's sure. not what the list is. You're right. It's the greatest singers of all time. Because you know who I haven't named? Hmm. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is easily one of the best singers of all time. Yeah, that's a better Regardless argument. of what his what he did or did not or failed to get prosecuted for, whatever. Right. His lifestyle choices. Maybe. Ooh, that's not a lifestyle choice. I guess you're right. That that's bad decisions. <laughs> um I so I don't know if but I'll shrug on that. I'll be like, okay. Is Madonna anywhere on that list at all whatsoever? Madonna, because people think she is an amazing singer. We had an interesting discussion about Madonna, and I'm looking, and I don't see her on this list. Okay. Yeah, I don't really look at her as a, I think she's a talented performer. Okay. But it's not her voice that is so amazing and stands out, like Whitney Houston. Of course, yeah. Whitney, being so far down the list, blows me away. Yeah. But, I mean, they are looking at it like of all time. And there's a lot of musicians out there, a lot of singers out there through through the time. So, okay. All right. I I guess. Jim Morrison's on here, ahead oh, yeah. of Bonnie Raitt, Luther <laughs> oh, yeah. Vandross. What? Rod Stewart. I to me and I I I'm like, what? Are any of those in like at least the top twenty five? No. No. No, I'm in the fifties. Really? Wow. Really. But again, the list is over. 10 years old, and yeah. maybe that person's finally dead that wrote the list. <laughs> Probably shot themselves. Stupid I, list. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Top singers Jesus. of all. Top singers. I'm tired of the grief I'm getting. Right, right. I'm sorry I like Axel. <laughs> I love and hate lists. I love them because I think they're so fun to kind of get into topics, yeah. uh, not just on the show, but just with people. Mm-hmm. I hate them because you get stupid lists like this that you're going, what are you talking about? We have an internal debate on the show all the time about movies and what should be considered a top movie and what shouldn't. Yeah. All the time. And it's completely arbitrary. That's the fun thing about lists is because that's somebody's opinion. But the people, the public, take it for gospel. Well, no. You, you have when, an opinion When Rolling on it. Stone puts out a list, you consider it to be with authority. Fair, yeah, yeah. Or expertise, right? So when you see it, you're like, oh, okay, well, wait, I thought this ple- these people mm-hmm. that know music, which I, if you still believe that, you need your damn head examined, yeah. is that, that they're saying that these are the best people. Like, you start questioning, wait, <laughs> maybe I've been underestimating Axel. <laughs> Do I not have good taste? <laughs> right, right. Nobody likes being told their baby's ugly. Truth. All babies are ugly. Truth. They're Truth. all ugly. They're raisins. They're not cute. What? It, um. What website put this list together? Rolling Stone. Oh, I thought you were using that as like the pinnacle that that's not. What no, that Rolling. Is. No, Rolling Stone. Yeah. Ugh. Right. Ugh. But it, it got us talking about it. True. Which is another thing that I hate, because are you doing it to get people to talk about you, or are you doing it because this is what you do? I'd like to think it's because of what they do. The unfortunate reality of it is, it's probably A. Right. I expected you to do it because it's what you do. Uh Uh-huh. Like you met around a big oak table and went, it's time to put together a list of the top singers. (laughs) 
Right. If we're having this discussion, you know, there was some slamming of fists. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh Number my thirty-eight. God. Oh, my God. I like to be in that room when they're putting that list together. Just because no way. people get furious, No, man. no, it doesn't work that way. You don't think so? No, an author did it. Like, one person was assigned it. He did okay. it. Okay. Or a few people did. Like, you're doing this and this. And it ain't up for debate. Yeah. Well, that would be nice, though. It's just like a right? room of like 12 people gathered around, like you said, a big oak table, getting mad, You'd like the thing. shaking their coffee around. Right? Right. Ah. A, a bunch of pure a music purists. <laughs> yeah. You'd like to think that, love to, but yeah. they are not. <laughs> They're just... all just people trying to have a job to go to the bank <laughs> twice a month. That's all it is. Journalists. Journalists. That's yes. it. That's it. They just need something to write about. Well, I could write about anything. You give me a topic and I can write about yeah. it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You don't have to know crap about the subject. Just draw names out of a hat. Sure. Put it on the list. <laughs> right. Or like throwing darts at the wall. Or like, yeah. you know, we're like, hey, you guys put together a top 100. Gimpy, you do the first 10. Sam, you do the next 10. And Corbin, you'll do the next 10. I'd just be putting like Alexa Rose on there to mess up Gimpy's list. Right. Right. Because <laughs> I'm like, what is? what are you doing putting, you know, this person and, you know, whatever. Elvis was a number three. <laughs> but if you're you're the up and comer and you get put on this project and you, you have a chance to kick the knees out from underneath somebody. Oh, that's the way to do it. Ooh. You think it's really that shady in the writing oh, business? Oh, yeah. Wow. That business? Or just, I guess, Any business. business. <laughs> Any business, yeah. There's always some undercutting, undermining somewhere. People if, are just trying to get ahead. If you are a part of a team mm-hmm. and you don't like the other people on your team and you see a chance to move ahead, yeah, you're going to totally... You know, <laughs> shank somebody. Right. My turn, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> It's not the thing about shanking somebody is you better be damn sure you're gonna kill them you because or else you get the scarlet letter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it's your <laughs> bye bye that 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 shank can quickly do a U turn <laughs> that backfired on me yeah it happens all the time man shank yourself <laughs> big move big reward right yeah yeah that's uh, so they say anyway that's the hopes but then you fail miserably right if that's that's why a lot of people don't do it is they're afraid of failing. Yeah. yeah, but if you think it's going to advance your career, Shame. and I think I think that the I have no problem when people do that. Mm. I have no problem when people do that as long as it's warranted. Okay, that's right? fair. If you make up something to try and take somebody out, mm-hmm. then you're not. A, that's not cool. No. If the other person is constantly coming to work coked out of their mind and not doing the things that everybody <laughs> believes, then yeah, why not? Shank them. Get them out of the way. Right. You've been dabbling in meth lately? You deserve it. I'm just saying, right? Are they getting credit for things that they're not doing? Why not? I get that. Yeah. That's just, you know, uh, fair. Yeah. I think that that's fair. <laughs> but if you're, you make up that they're doing all that stuff and they're not, then I think that's shady AF. <laughs> Yeah. Then then you deserve anything bad that happens. Anyway, so the internet might still be mad today over a 10-year-old list. That's nearly funny. 10-year-old list. That's funny. Holding grudges, man. 10 years. <laughs> By the way, the iPhone wasn't really a thing. <laughs> right? People barely got bar- their iPods. Yeah. They're like, this is the greatest artist ever. Yeah, All right. Well, we've got tickets for you to see the 64th best singer on Wednesday <laughs> down in Oklahoma City. We'll do that at 730. Plus, we got listener emails and we'll take a break. Come back with news quickies. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. 
Thank you to the listener that set us straight. Sam Cook. Sam Cook is older, not younger. Just thinking uh, Sam Smith or Ship oh. some, some Sam. There's a, Sam's, they're all so easily mistakable for another Sam. <laughs> right. Am I supposed to be for Your name is Sam. Right. You are just like every other Sam in the world. They're hard to keep track. They're all mistake. You can mistake them for other Sams. I don't have a penis, Corby. <laughs> I know of. Right now. Right now. Uh, and uh, let's get news quickies going. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Antibiotics cause man's drunkenness disease. So this guy, um, he's unidentified, he's 46 years old, and he had gotten a thumb injury and took a round of antibiotics. And then he noticed that um, he started having brain fog, depression, and aggressive behaviors, and that wasn't normally like him. And uh, he also would very rarely drink and only socially. Well, this was back in 2011, and he kept having problems with it, kept having problems with it, until one day he got pulled over for a DUI for being drunk, and they take him to the hospital because he had refused to take a breathalyzer at the scene. Right, I'm not drunk. I haven't been drinking, yeah. Yeah, and so he goes to the hospital and tells everyone, no, I haven't had any drinks. And they're like, "Mm, your blood alcohol content (laughs) says something different. It's about 10 drinks is what you're showing us. And he's like, no, I really didn't drink. And they're like, uh, sorry, this is something else. So um, they he ends up having to go to a treatment center after all that fiasco happened. Like and an wh- alcohol treatment center? And while he was at the treatment center. Like, can you imagine the wool being pulled over your eyes so much that you're like, well, maybe I am an alcoholic. <laughs> Like, yeah, I guess I'll go to rehab because I'm not getting sober. Oh, my God. So, um... Then when he was there, he had the same problem. So they decided to feed him a big carby lunch and see if he had alcohol in his system afterwards. And that's exactly what happened. Eight hours later, he his blood alcohol content went up. And um, this they had seen this because in that clinic they had given him a stool sample where Saccharomyces cravasis is a type of yeast... <laughs> Is it? Yeah, it's a type, is it a type of yeast. <laughs> I think so. Um, it's a type of yeast that's used in winemaking and baking, and um, so he did still struggle with this after they found out that he did have this ABS, and um, he had to wean back off of carbohydrates until he could get it under control. He had another slip up where this happened again, and he went to the hospital because he fell and bumped his head and had to be hospitalized for it. Did the doctor Go! say, no more monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> I have a four-year-old. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they had to gradually reintroduce carbohydrates into his diet. Wow. Isn't that nuts? So just feeding on bread and fries and whatnots, get some drunk half. Yeah, because of the, the way his body was metabolizing the carbs and they think it was because of that antibiotic changing the microbiome in his Mm. gut and causing this for him. Now he's got to go to Antibiotics Anonymous. 
he, he, he was actually <laughs> quoted as saying, uh, he was quoted as saying, I told you! I told you! <laughs> yeah, listen to me! I knew it! You would think, though, like, they'd be able to... I'm going to... out to drink to celebrate! <laughs> well, oh, Gippy, geez. how many times like do they hear that in the hospital? I didn't have anything to drink. You're oh, crazy. Sure. Right, sure, right. Sure. And, of course, officers hear that. But sure. my thought is, like, you should be able to smell said alcohol, no matter what it is. You should be able to smell it rolling off his breath. If he's blowing, like you said, it was 10 drinks is what his uh, BAC equaled out to be. Yeah, he would be over the, twice the legal limit. Yeah, I would think and you point. would be able to smell that on the man. He would smell like a bottle of whiskey or vodka or whatever the but case may be. But not necessarily. You don't think so, huh? No, because a breathalyzer wouldn't work on him. Yeah, I think they probably did the blood. No, I'm just talking about like when they pulled him over. Yes, but again, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't be able to smell it unless he had an open wound. Oh, okay. Right? If you talk to first responders when they go on DUI accidents, mm-hmm. the amount of, because bl- from the blood, the alcohol right. is so, you know, smell strong. And then when they pull people over, the, and when the breathalyzers, because they've been drinking. Okay. Right? And that's it's, what I'm getting at. Like, he hadn't been drinking. He wouldn't have any smell on his breath at all whatsoever. So for me, that'd be the indicator of like, okay. I get it. You're, something's not right here. I don't right. think you've been drinking because you don't smell like alcohol. Your eyes, I don't know if it said his eyes would be bloodshot or whatever, but, you know, those right. typical signs, aside from, you know, stumbling, swerving, you know, maybe some slurred speech. I would, I, to me, the idea that I can't get my brain around is how come he wasn't self-aware? Mm-hmm. Why wasn't he trying to figure out why he was craving Whataburger all the time and, and <laughs> falling asleep in the drive-thru and, <laughs> and, you know, getting in fights with his girl in the middle of the, like, Do you see what I'm saying? Like, some of the right. whatever, the hot, the sweats, mm-hmm. like, what, the worst, you know, brown bottle flu ever. Like, why wasn't he picking up on some of these things? Like, why is this happening? Right. Yeah, I mean, and would that cross your mind? Like, I have auto auto brewery syndrome you no would- but i would probably go why am i stumbling right this isn't normal mm. for me i should go check this out instead of putting it off putting it off putting it off and hoping that it will pass eventually yeah. which well, is he probably- did go see a doctor and um they put him on antidepressants oh because that uh, fixes everything yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah here's some prozac yeah. for your issues uh tennessee cops arrest tupac on drug and assault charges what i I know, right? Uh, This happened not too long ago where cops got word that a 40-year-old Tupac Shakur um, had an outstanding probation violation warrant out for him. Sure. So they went to pick him up because that's what the warrant squad does. Well, when they went to pick him up, he pulled away real quick and then and then pulled a knife out of his waistband. He was fixing to shank somebody. He's Tupac Shakur, man. Thug life forever right here on my chest. Anyhow, so... uh, he, and they ended up taking him down, handcuffing him, because that's what cops do, all right? And they send him to jail. After searching him, they found a syringe and a couple of different bags of meth on him and ended up taking him in. So Tupac here was actually born Timothy Oliver, okay? Oh. Sometime over the past 10 years, he started going by Tupac Shakur, even though he didn't ever really uh, file an actual name change application or whatever. He just started using the name. He tells people, like, no, 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 you call me Tupac now. <laughs> or like, Machiavelli, uh, whichever right, you'd like right. to go with. <laughs> hey, Tim, come here. It's not Tim anymore. Right. You call me Tupac. Right. Uh, so anyhow, Tupac, excuse me, Tim Oliver here uh, is on felony probation. He's done all kinds of stuff for the past 20 years. He's been arrested for assault, public intox, resisting, sure. uh, writing bad checks, burglary, theft, vandalism, obstructing, filing a false report, narcotics possession, 
and trespassing. Tim Oliver is the most Anglo-Saxon name right? that I could ever think. Oh, excuse me, Tim Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> right? So he takes it to the extreme other end of the spectrum. Right. I call myself Tupac. Which is, I'm a big believer in hiding in plain sight, but when you put a name like Tupac Shakur out there and the police have to go through their warrants, and like, Tupac Shakur, no, 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 we got to go see. Right, right. That cat's been like, dead since 96. You, you literally <laughs> go to the top of the pile <laughs> yes. at that point. You'd be better off going by Christopher Wallace. Yes, right. Yes. Or Machiavelli, or either. Yes, would yes. be. You'd be better off. That that is gonna. Those two are gonna gain less attention than Tupac, Tupac. Shakur. Uh, Make a wish, mom killed her own daughter. So in 2017, this woman who was suffering from Munchausen syndrome told everybody that her daughter was sick and had cancer and that she needed to raise money for medical bills and for her to take do her bucket list. Make-A-Wish even gave her $11,000 for their her daughter, Olivia, to have a Bat Princess Day in February of 2017. Uh, she at one point told doctors that she wanted to withdraw medical care and artificial feeding from her daughter because her quality of life was just so bad. She died a few weeks after being taken home on hospice care. Doctors in the beginning were skeptical that she even had suffered from cancer or any disease. But when the mom disclosed that there was a family history and even she had a sibling that had it, the doctors felt like they had to treat it because they wow. weren't sure. And then she died. Well, what tipped them off is uh, about a few months ago, the she went with the other child to the doctor and said that the this doc, this job was also having some issues and had cancer the doctor couldn't find any symptoms of cancer and when the investigators discovered that she did not report the same symptoms when separated from her mother. So when the daughter was with someone else she had no mm. symptoms. Uh, Amazing. So some works. diligence house, if you will, doctor work, where they went some did some <laughs> investigating outside of the hospital. They found out that this wasn't um, up to par. She's accused of defrauding Medicare and others of more than $500,000. She admitted to lying about her older daughter's diagnosis and insisted that, um, that she had been really ill, uh, according to the indictment, but she says she was lying. Mm. And then they even did an autopsy and pulled the kid out of the grave to make sure that she was telling the truth Aww. or not telling the truth and found that there were no symptoms at all wow. of her dying from a terminal illness. She killed her kid. Wow. That's disgusting. Munchausen is just a fascinating uh, psychological disorder because I, you you take what you want so much in front of somebody you're supposed to be standing in front of. It's it's a really bizarre thing. There's a great documentary uh, on Netflix about... Gypsy? Gypsy, the, the girl with Munchausen that killed her mom with yes, her boyfriend? Yes. That, yeah, Gypsy. It's a fantastic documentary about this woman who has Munchausen and the girl starts talking. Basically, the mom loosens her grip. The little girl starts talking to a boy the boy and the daughter start figuring some things out and kill the mom. Wow. But the girl's so messed up anyway. Yeah. They didn't see really anything wrong with what they did. Yeah. And she's got like this tiny little voice and they scammed a bunch of people. It's really sad. Yeah. It's really, really sad. But this one, poof. That's J another level, yeah. J.R. Justice? Does that happen in the female prisons? Oh, sure. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. you know there's moms. That I know are in for the sure. Like I, I also would like mm -hmm. to think that, but yeah. you never hear. I, you never hear stories about that. 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm speculation here. I haven't been into a female's prison or anything. I've watched the female penitentiary movies several times. But, uh, there's moms. She's in new there. black. Stupid. <laughs> there's moms in there. Okay, that that would take care of this. I'd you like know? to think that as mm. well, but I again, I can't cite a story. I can't think of a story. Yeah. Of that happening. Maybe there is one. I don't know, but I can't think of a story. Because no one talks about it. No one talks about it. Right. <laughs> All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's morning show. The Big Man Morning Show. The Assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Join us on the line from 1430. The buzz is our friend Pop. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you guys? Great. We didn't really talk about this yesterday, and a lot, some people were complaining online about the 49ers and the Redskins game in Washington because it rained so much and they were splashing all over the place. Now, go back, like, watch any classic football game and the mud games and all those and that just doesn't happen in football fields anymore because they have perfected the science some argue that that field did exactly what it was supposed to do with the amount of rain that they got and that they have engineered grass to not break and allow the players to run on it and not give away and to not get their their jerseys dirty and all while, yeah, it's a crazy science that they have done with this grass from the um, the Carolina um, grass company or something like that that specializes in field production. Where was that story from? Because the reason why I asked that is because I have read two different versions now of essentially what you just said. Was that a Washington-based publication? Um, it might have been. It might have because been. Because I asked that because I listened to an interview with Daryl Johnston yesterday who was on the Fox call, and all they could do was talk about how awful the field was in Washington. Like, they took the tarp off and there were puddles in places. So it's weird. It, but you're right about the general structure and engineering of fields now. I, I mean, just to use one as an example here, I think, and I'll double-check this afternoon, but I remember the drillers saying that the, the stadium downtown – can drain up to 18 inches of water an hour. So if we got Damn. an 18-inch rainstorm in an hour, the, that water would go away within an hour, uh, which would be like historic-level flooding in this city, right, if we got 18 inches in one hour. But uh, that's what a lot of the fields do. And Oklahoma yeah. State Oklahoma State is, is well-known for providing some of the newest uh, technology and grass for a lot of stadiums across the world and, and country. Arkansas uses Oklahoma State's grass and their new grass surface that they just put down inside their stadium. Uh, I follow with the uh, the groundskeeper, which is such an underrated term for the for the Chiefs uh, team, and yeah. that he was t- retweeting some post of these stadiums getting built. And you think when you see the grass that that's the the base? No, it's like no, two yeah. or three feet down that they have filled with dirt and gravel and piping and heating elements and everything else to try and create this playing atmosphere. And it's just unbelievable. We will never see a mud bowl game again. We will no. never see games like what we saw will be the worst. And so many players were worried they were going to get injured on Sunday at that game. And none of the players got injured because of the weather. Remember the iconic ice bowl game? Yeah between the Packers and the Cowboys in 67 you see all of those all of those iconic photos from that matchup 
we might have air temperature that that is that cold again, but we won't have a field like that because most of these surfaces, as you said, have heaters installed underneath them. Whether it's an artificial surface or real grass, they have heaters underneath them. That's how far that we've come in that technology now. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. Speaking of amazing, we may be witnessing the best Patriots team of all time. We may be witnessing <laughs> better than 2004 or 2017 when those were some great 2014 or 2004 won the Super Bowl. Change your mind? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm, listen, I'm a huge Chiefs fan, but I'm capable of getting some altitude and recognizing when a team's ridiculously good. Now they played the Jets, but still, the amount of point differential that they've had throughout the season is unbelievable like 153 to like 13 it's some ridiculous point spread difference that they have had over the opponents they've had this year yeah this team is built this is how they're going to be people that tom brady is 42 years old he's still going to throw the football 42 times he's not going to throw it downfield more than 20 yards maybe more than three or four times a game they're going to dink and dunk you to death. They're going to run the football, and then they're going to let that mauling defense beat the ever-living hell out of you. And that's that's their blueprint to win games this year. That's how good they are defensively. There might be a few games where they eke one out, like they did against Buffalo, where it was, what, like a 17-10 to 10 win? But both of those defenses are really good. But that's that's the Patriots' blueprint this year. That's why I love Bill Belichick, because he changes – how his team wins every single year. It's not the same it's not the same ingredients and it's not the same philosophy. He is always a step ahead of the game and maybe one of the only coaches that we've seen in recent history that's been able to stay a step ahead of the ever-changing game of football better than anyone else. It's it's incredible what we're seeing. Yeah, here's this. The the Patriots have outscored opponents by 175 points this season. That's the second highest points difference through 7 games. In NFL history. How many have they given up? And they don't even have a great team. I mean, offensive speaking, they're not the best offense that they've ever had. Um, It doesn't say. Okay. I think it's 50s. San Francisco has played one last game because of the bye week, and they've given up 64. That's the next lowest amount of points that have been given up this year. But, yeah, they're they're a freak show. They're the second team in NFL history with multiple 30-point road shutouts in a season. We've had seven games. Yeah. <laughs> now, they've played some bad teams. Oh, yeah. They're really going yeah, 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 their division's not good, but so, doesn't but, but matter. But it shows you the juxtaposition is, look at what the Jets did to the Cowboys a week ago, where yeah. Sam Darnold wins AFC uh, Offensive Player of the Week, and then fast forward to – what the Patriots did to him last night. It's nuts. Yeah, I heard a great art, a great um, interview yesterday on uh, 1300, and basically the person they were interviewing says, listen, there's no way to know who teams are until week seven or eight. Oh, yes. So anything yes. that's happened before this week means really nothing. It's the, This is the when the season actually starts. The arguments that we have in week four, week five, are not the same arguments that we'll have in week 10, week 11, week 12. I, I always live by the NFL is a week-to-week league. So just because it looked that way a week ago doesn't mean it's going to look the same way in a week. Now, there are certain teams like the Patriots that can, that can fight through that, but you watch, the Patriots are going to have a couple of, of rough outings before the season is over. I, I found the most incredible stat, I think, so far. It's so outlandish, you think that it's fake, but the Bengals, who are still winless on the season have been outrushed by opponents this year 
1,323 wow. to 372. They've wow. only rushed for 372 yards and have given up 1,300. I mean, that sounds so <laughs> fake here in the first couple of weeks. You're like, that can't be real. No, it is. And Joe Mixon, former Sooner who's on that team, led the AFC in rushing last year, and they only rushed for 300 yards so far. Yeah, I dumped him in my fantasy. <laughs> if you if your team plays in Cincinnati, you should go there and watch a game because you're going to get great seats because uh, nobody's yes. going to their games. Yes, you are. And I was in Cincinnati this weekend. That stadium is so bland. It's yeah. Like, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, There's no character it's Cincinnati. to it. <laughs> it is Cincinnati, which has done a good job of rebuilding as a city. But, yeah, that stadium is just it's like, all right. You work well, for the chamber? What do you mean? They've like... <laughs> it's nice in Cincinnati now. <laughs> nice what? Nicer than what? Like, what does that mean? It's nice. That's but just like, those... are you being a gentleman? No, those Rust Belt cities like Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, they've done an incredible job of bouncing back. Like what? what? I, Give me I, something I that, makes to... it, that, that gave you that opinion. Give me anything. <laughs> the they, they gentrification have a, they have a of the buildings Uno? downtown? No. No, the gentrification of the city. They have a B-dubs they, downtown? They have elements in the city that are just like Tulsa that are being completely rebuilt that in the middle of their older their older Art Deco buildings, they have these new uh, living spaces for people. It's very nice. Yeah, Procter & Gamble spent no, a lot of money down you there. You are doing a great job defining <laughs> downtown regentification, like making it nice again. You're, yes. It's a great definition of that. I'm just I'm trying to figure out what they've done that is like a gathering place or like moved a ballpark downtown. Well, they already have have a couple of ballparks, and yes, there are some nice green spaces in Cincinnati, Corbin. For dogs to crap. Yes. Yes. What? I can't be, I I can't like other cities? I love you. I I love having you on the show. I'm just being (laughs) honest. You and I are so much the same. I love it. I don't even know where to go from there. Yeah. <laughs> That's Boston Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. All right. Stupid corporate cram down right now. They're forcing us to take a 30-second break. But we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829-45. I love crime stuff. I love psychological stuff. And I've recently been watching this show about cults. Mm -hmm. And it went into this cult called The Work. And uh, a man by the name of Julius Shackenau. And he was a person who believed he was working on behalf of God and he was an oracle of God and he would hold these six hour long like tent revivals he had like seven wives wow he had more than one accusation of being um inappropriate with women younger and older Mm -hmm. And they, the group would do things that were not exactly okay. They had a huge following, right? I'm totally broad stroking this because we're getting to something else. But And uh, he died, and when he died, his main follower took over, was a mess, and two members ended up killing him, dismembering him, and burying him around in the city. Wow. They have, it took him like 15, 20 years to find out who did this. 
to the backup guy. Because the backup guy mistreated people, so yeah, they got revenge. Was, yeah, I mean, typically those type of things attract people that are trying to straighten their path. Mm-hmm. And they come from a past that is questionable. Some of them do. Mm-hmm. And so it isn't easy to stray away from the line. Right. Right? Um, but one of the things that I wanted to bring up was what this cult did to make money. Okay. They built homes. They did home repairs. And I'm like, wow, I've never thought about that. You may have somebody in your home that might be a part of a cult. Yes. And I also didn't think how much of a difference there is where you start talking to people about things and then you can throw things out there like I'm an oracle of God and you don't think it's that crazy because you've been talking to them. You know what I mean? Like you start becoming numb to the crazy. So when they say something outlandish to somebody appearing in from the outside, you don't even recognize it's crazy. The, a normal person would be like, what? But you've been around crazy for so long, it doesn't seem that far-fetched. Right, like, yeah, I mean, he does know a lot. He's got long hair. Where's <laughs> right. a robe. <laughs> like your Look, he can talk about, you know, all this for six hours. So clearly he must have some connection. Anyway, so uh, it sent me down a rabbit hole about cults. Mm-hmm. And these are modern-day cults. These are cults that were very heinous. The Ant Hill Kids. What? This is a doomsday cult in Canada, and they exercised absolute control over a dozen adults and at least 26 kids, most of whom had been fathered uh, by the man that ran it, Rock Therolt, and his nine concubines. Concubines. Great word. I hate that word. It's <laughs> a great word. That should be a band name. Right. The concubines. Right. It's a much classier way to say dirty whore. Yeah. <laughs> um, they got kicked out of the Seventh Day uh, Adventists. Adventists. Yeah. Okay. A religion. Yeah. And it amassed a following by organizing detox seminars for people trying to quit smoking or drinking. Detox seminars are the root of all evil. How many times do you see someone like, hey, I've got this detox thing you can do, and they'll. Before this person was like the laughing stock of your school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Name anybody you know that's a good person that offers you a detox idea. True. None. Oh, God. That just clicked in my brain. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, they uh, convinced several people to quit their jobs, leave their families, and live with them in the wilderness. And they became known as the Ant Hill Kids because of how hard uh, he demanded them to work. He would force them to break their own legs with slam hand, sledgehammers if they refused to do anything. Break your break own your, legs? Oh, what a dick. What that kind of persuasive so person? Yeah. Why aren't these people in sales? If you're that persuasive. <laughs> yeah. You want to know why? Because they're creepy looking. You don't want this guy, lead, this uh, Thorwalt guy, you know, leading your sales team. No. <laughs> he well, failed. To- I was going to say, go talk to some foreign leaderships or something if you're that convincing. I'm just saying there's some other jobs yeah. that need some persuasive individuals. To, for you to break your own knees, like, that's insane. There's With a no sledgehammer. Way. Yeah, right. um, that's that's <laughs> insane. He failed to predict the world into the world in 79. He successfully became a sadistic cult leader, demanding absolute loyalty and punishing naysayers and doubters. He nailed children to trees, made his followers eat their own feces, and when enraged, he'd strip them down and bat them, pluck their hairs out one by one, and many other forms of abuse. He also refused to take anyone to the doctor, instead performing surgeries 
himself. What? <laughs> wow, that is some major convincing uh, skills. Think of the person you love the very most. I would not trust them with a scalpel to perform surgery on me. That's Screw insane. That. My brother can fix a car, but I don't want him fixing my ticker, you know? One woman's death was the result of from what? pulling out her intestines. A child died during a failed circumcision, and one more died after being left outside during a blizzard as punishment. Oh, oh my God. And yet there's, these people still follow after all this, after your baby dies from a botched circumcision. Yes, yes. You, what you're doing now, you can't do that. You almost have to put yourself in the mindset of the people following him, which was that he was the leader. Right, like right. he was, the, he had the connection to the higher power, right? Uh-huh. I got to endure all this crap. He knows. I got. I don't like him. But what are you gonna do? All right. He's got the. End. That's literally. They're like. All right. I mean, they're gonna do the thing. Really talk about that. What are you gonna do? Right. He's wow. the guy. Wow. Uh, it wasn't until 1989 when one of the members uh, was brutally mutilated by him on more than one occasion, finally escaped and contacted authorities. He was given a life sentence. He was killed in t- 2011 by his cellmate, and a good portion of his followers never recovered from their abuse and uh, still obey his teachings to this day. That is crazy. I, I, I don't know how you can, I guess, dabble in that. Because it just seems like such a far jump not, for you to do that. Like for any, and me, you, Gimpy, whoever. Mm. Like there has to be like little steps. Yeah. So you're okay with a little bit more. You're okay sure. with a little bit more. You're yeah, okay. yeah. Because you can't, you can't get that all at once. Yeah, you're, you're not jumping straight to sounding, right? <laughs> you're just not. Perfect analogy. You're, you're just not. <laughs> sounding being a sexual pleasure uh, thing that happens. But the point is, is that you, you're like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I too feel that way. Oh, wait, no, I feel that way. Now, like, you don't look back and look at all the crazy things. Mm-hmm. It's like anything. If you give anybody small doses of anything, they will become addicted to it. Right. Anything. That's fair. And if you're getting the affirmations from this crazy man making you feel better about yourself because you've been down on your luck for X amount of years or whatever. Right. He's made you work for it, too, so you feel, like, rewarded and yeah. you've earned yeah. it. You Relationships it. are a classic example of this where over time it has gotten worse and worse and worse. So an outsider peering in goes, whoa, 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 whoa. But you're in it going, no, 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 this isn't that bad because the, the rock has slowly been moved a little bit at a time. It's wow. like the frog in the in the boiling pot. Huh? Okay. Yeah, you, you put the frog in. If boiling water, it's going to jump out. But if you put it in there and you slowly turn it up, slowly turn it up, it'll kill itself and won't, won't know to get out. Are you implying frogs are stupid? Have you? None of you have ever heard that saying before? I've well, I mean, I put I'd, a frog in I, a pot of boiling water. I never before. have either, but I would think that anybody would probably stay in it. Yeah, it's a very specific. Specific how? Specific. Um, Metaphor, I guess. Okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, I'm, I'm curious to why it's a frog. Because that's the way I've always heard it. I don't know. Lobsters don't get out either. And how would the frog jump out? It'd have to touch the bottom of the pan. If it was literally going to jump out, it would have to touch the bottom of the pan and then jump out. Yeah. Meaning that if it if it is hot, it's going to immediately, does not like the heat, right. so it jumps right back out. But if you slowly yeah. turn it up, then it won't do that. No, I'm saying the frog would have to swim to the bottom of the pot and, and then, then jump out. Yeah. It can't just jump out of the water. So maybe physically, it's get Mythbusters, it's physically maybe impossible to do. 
You suck. <laughs> Just so you know. The can, the Carney cult. This is an awesome one where this Carney wanted to join a cult called Satan's Disciples. And that they sounds were, promising. Yeah, and they were like, no. Well, he didn't want to give up, so he tried to um, blackmail them into letting them into the group because he had knowledge of two of its members killing an 18-year-old boy. So they went, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, you can join the cult. Here, let's go to a ceremony out in the woods, put him on a makeshift altar, and then, hold on, I want to make sure I get this right, proceeded to mutilate and torture him, tying and gagging him. They uh, invoked Satan before cutting an inverted cross on his body and then killing him. They cut off his head and hands, then tried to burn him. And when that failed, they just dumped his body in his field. Uh, and his father had found the body, told police they were arrested, serving between 8 and 60 years, the people that were involved for their crimes. Wow. 8 and 60, huh? Eight. Eight. Uh, the Kashi Ashram. This is a cult started by a New York housewife because she had vision. <laughs> That's so funny. She's a bored housewife, so she started a cult. <laughs> she had visions of Jesus and two Hindu spirits, and she gave herself a new name and started her own religion, Maya Jaya Sata Bhagavati. She founded the Kashi Ashram, a spiritual group that became famous in the 90s and early 2000s because celebrities started joining them like Julia Roberts. Wow. It promised kindness and compassion, but Uck's members got a little turned off when she started telling followers, the guru is greater than the god. Oh, no. In an investigation by the Miami New Times, dozens of former uh, members accused her and the movement of physical abuse, psychological control, kidnapping, and sexual assault. These mostly included beatings either performed by herself or ordering someone else to do it. At one point, she reportedly punished a boy whom a member had molested by beating him, I imagine with a weapon, mm -hmm. then painting his penis black and making him parade around the grounds what? of the compound. What? How do you get there? She was also obsessed with children, possibly as a result of having several miscarriages with her second husband. Former members reported having to ask her permission to have kids, and some of them were coerced into handling, handing over their babies to her for training. Four mothers listed her or her husband as biological parents on their child's birth certificate. Damn. Uh, she was, she forced a 14 year old daughter to marry an adult member of the church, ordering her to have sex with him and then checking to see if she was pregnant. That cult still exists. Wow. That's disgusting. I don't understand. I just, I just don't understand. Like why people join cults? I just don't understand. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because even like the Branch Davidians, if you saw the document, the docu show, whatever, the TV show, mm -hmm. I mean, that was an amazing story too of people just falling in line. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about acceptance. I want to be accepted. So you get these guys who are great salesmen. <laughs> I feel like you belong. You. Yeah. Come on and listen. You're not alone. You're the not the alone. idea of like a little bit of love, like 2% love and then 98% abuse, and that's enough for you is. is Sad. It is. That's really crazy. I'll never forget. I've told this story before on the air where I was going to get a job um, out of college because, you know, it was like right out of college and trying to find a job and, you know, waiting tables. And a friend of mine um, helped repo cars. And he was like, hey, we can repo cars with so-and-so. And I was like, okay. I knew the guy. And 
heard of him before. I was like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Great, he wants to come by and talk to you. Sure, no problem. And he explained how they repo the cars and all that, the process and how we are safe and all those things. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. And he's like, hey, all right, sounds good. But before we go, I need to make sure you can follow the orders. And I'm like, the orders? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, before we go out and I, everybody stands at attention. And this is was some fat person. Mm-hmm. Like n- somebody that had no, like didn't like have no idea. Yes. Oh, okay. And I was like, all right, I guess. Let's see. And he was like, so, you know, every night you <laughs> you stand at attention and but but with your knees bent a little bit and your arms behind you, whatever, something, right? I don't remember exactly, but it was not normal position. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and you do it in your underwear. And I was like, huh? Excuse, excuse what? Me? And he was like, so, you, you, you know, let's see. And I was like, no. <laughs> and your friend continued to work for these people? Uh, I never talked to him or my friend, that person ever again. That I, is I, so it was a co It was an acquaintance more than a friend. Somebody I worked with at the radio station at the time. Someone and I was like, you, Corby. No, uh, I don't <laughs> think he had a crush. <laughs> I don't think he was that selective. Uh, Yuck. And I was like, no. And that's the only, my point being is how, when you see something that isn't right, do you go, uh, yeah, okay. It takes, it takes some mighty well convincing is what it is. It takes I don't know. A lot of good. abuse mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. leading up to it. We have no self-worth. I don't know. By the way, there's a gazillion other cults that have done really heinous things and that are still active today. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. And my whole thing is if I want to know who these cults are now. Mm-hmm. I love reading and watching the shows about older cults, mm-hmm. but I want to know about the cults that are active now. Right. So people can be educated about it. Out of the three of us, who do you think is most likely to join a cult? Oh, that's easy. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're wrong. We all knew that answer. Who are you going to pick? Uh, Gimpy. Yeah, of course. Cause Why? Because he, like, he likes to match. <laughs> he likes to match. Yeah. When, well, first so of all, look at his bad. wardrobe. He's wearing chartreuse. No, 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 like, no. <laughs> I'm far from. I match no, construction no, 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 no. workers. That's it. Your, your leather jacket. <laughs> you need me on your road crew. Got you. <laughs> Being a part of a brotherhood yeah. is not the same. Yeah. Some people could look well, at it that way, though. I mean, no, 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 no. I don't think so. Where it's like, you know, it's all like-minded people um, who like the same things, who do the same things. That's and just Sam's a following. Case, Sam's case, you know, matching uniforms. No, that's, no, 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 that's just a following. <laughs> right, right. A cult is where you forego your principles yeah. or moral standards, right? Yeah, I don't know many um, uh, club members, you know, riding club or bikers, we'll just say bikers in general, that, that do that. That forego all your principles and everything and be like, yeah, this is a great idea. Unless it's too late, unless, you know what I mean, like you're forced to do it. But even then, yeah, it, you just got to do the right thing. I don't know why it's so hard to do the right thing. I'm troubled by that. Mm-hmm. Why is it so hard to just do the right thing? Even if you're in too deep into a cult or whatever, and they murder somebody, you don't go, whoa, whoa, whoa I don't want anything to do with this. I yeah. look really good in my vest. Right. God. <laughs> like this tracksuit. Yeah. Who would you pick, Gimpy? Uh, Sam, totally, man. Yeah. She's the most gullible one on the show. It's a cult about puppies. Excuse me. No, no. We don't want to even say the word cult, all right? This is a group of people that, you know, all we do is play with puppies. Pug pushers, yeah. Yeah, pug pushers. Done. Play Easy. with puppies all day long, but Easy. you have to follow these rules, these guidelines, and wear this dress, and you can play with all the puppies right. you want all day long. Yes. See? Endless supply of puppies? Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Tickets to Guns N' Roses. 
The Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's play a game. We've got tickets to Guns N' Roses. He'll be over in Oklahoma City tomorrow at the Chesapeake Energy Arena. And uh, we're going to play Sing Sing. The current record is? Well, I am in the lead with 13. You were right behind me with 12, Sammy, deep in the rear with 7. And last week's winner was? Ah, that'd be you. So it's going to be Sam and Gimpy competing at 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. We'll get our contestants, and we'll see who can get the most points. And good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Laura. Laura, how are you today? I'm well. How about yourself? Good, Laura. Who do you want to read clues, Gimpy or Sam? Um, let's go with Gimpy. Laura, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Uh, this is a 70s disco song. Well, come on, pretty ladies around the world. Man, you're here and you're something to all the boys and girls. What is that? I, uh... Bring your mother, your sister, and your brother, too. Okay. You Realize put the, that you're acting like this. You got it. Put you're your on the, you're the, on the air, right. Like, we don't care. Okay, you're on the right track. You know We're the song. Out. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, go. This is the song. Canadian singer. And it comes from Titanic, the movie. Mm. Um, my heart will go on. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know y'all be loving this right here. Then it has the name of the band that I can't say in the song. Um, and it, uh, uh, No, I don't have it. Okay, so so uh, wheels on the bus, they they go round and round, but people be like, you ro- never, go, 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 go. I already said rolling. Uh, this is the um, uh, Ken's Girlfriend. Think of dolls. Dolls? Yes. Barbie? Yes. Barbie girl? Yes. Whew. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why am I getting all these? <laughs> um, um, mm, that's the chorus. Okay, so she's from late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, she was on The Voice. Oh, was it The Voice? Christina Aguilera. You got that one. And okay, so it's one of her most popular songs. Think of the uh, the, the 60s TV. I probably should say time, huh? Because yeah. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, why is it so quiet? Where's the tick, tick, tick? Oh, were you? Thanks for saying something. So you want time? Go for it. I don't even want to yeah. mess with that one anymore. Yeah, so time. <laughs> uh, so what did we get? Two total? I get three. Three. All yeah. right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sam's over here making hand gestures to me, and I'm like, what is she saying? Look up the lyrics? Like, I don't. What? You well, should have just I, said something. You should have just. I'm just saying. You should have interrupted and said something because I didn't know. I I was like, "What are you saying? I'm not good. At, I'm just not good at reading lips." So I wish you would have said something. But it's my fault. Uh, listen, you got three, Laura. Hang on the line, okay? All right. All right. How do we rectify that, Gimpy? So far as like it didn't get the timer. Mm, I think we'll just let her run it. All right. Uh, for what we think is is sixty seconds. Same thing you just did with me. It's only fair. It's fine. Just run the timer. Okay. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? 
Preston. Preston, turn your radio down. You've got 60 seconds or so to do more than three. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. All right, here we go. Uh, okay, this is the five females, and they are from the UK. Five and, girls. Yes, and then this is their first song. Um, um Bobby girl. Um, um uh, if you're really. Help me out. Come on, Sam. You settle. <laughs> uh, if you are hungry, you say, I blank a burger. I want a burger. Uh, okay. Yeah, you have you have the first half, and then a bumble, a bumble, Say that again? A, a bumble. What? It's black and yellow. One B. One bumblebee. One B. No. One <laughs> no. It just. Yeah. You uh, you you pretty much got it. You just need to say the first half and then the last half does together. He, does he have it? Wanna be a? There you go. You got it. You got it. Mom spaghetti, eight mile, slim shady. Um, time. I'm so sorry, uh, Preston. Hey, you hey, didn't win. The other girl got way more longer than sixty minutes. I don't think minutes. it would have mattered, <laughs> Preston. I don't think. I don't think yeah. it would have mattered, Sam uh, and Preston. Uh, thanks, brother. Have a good day. See ya. <laughs> Well, bye. Uh, Laura, you dominated. Congratulations. Thank you. You guys can celebrate off air. All I can say is I'm sorry. That's totally, 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 totally on me. You got this one. Oh, right. Yeah, that's the one. It took forever, yep. but he finally got there. And then this is the um, feel like I've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights. Wait yeah. for someone this, she, me. she was in the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, she was on The Voice. Um, she plumped up when she had a kid uh, more than she was expected to. And this is also the uh, character that Robin Williams played in the Aladdin. I was going for I Dream a Genie reference, you know, trying to get ah. out that six. Yeah, I tried to get more show. modern. Yeah. Even more yeah. modern would have been Will Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Genie in a bottle. Like yeah. Christina Aguilera. That's all I yeah. could think of was that damn chorus part. You got to rub me the wrong way. Right? Yeah. Uh, so now the record is. Well, that moves me up to 14. Keeps you at 12. Keeps Sammy at. You're listening to the Big Bad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. There is some stuff cooking up. In the celebrity death pool, Gimpy got rid of Jimmy Carter <laughs> and traded Jimmy Carter for Bill Cosby. Seems logical. Look at this Twitter picture. This is a picture of Jimmy Carter. He's been hospitalized with a pelvic fracture after falling at his home. His oh, yeah, third Jimmy. fall oh. in less than six months. Ah, oh, Jimmy Jim. That is sad. Like, it is oh, sad. Hold up just a second. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's got a black eye. 
he's fallen. This cat's in his mid-90s? Still out there building houses. Yeah, no, he's he's tough as nails. I don't think I, I don't think that's the question. For sure. I'm not talking about his his fortitude as a man. <laughs> right, it's his actual. I'm health. talking about the death pool. <laughs> I'm talking about the death pool, and 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 if you're going to get points, 95. Yeah. Ninety You're not going to get points, even if he dies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I doubt that he's out. You know, swinging a hammer and instru- installing drywall. He's, he swings hammer. Yeah, that cat's still in it. Yeah, he still does it. Wow. I mean, he isn't right now. Now he's on his ass, but... Right, right. And he may not be doing as much as he used to, for sure, but you know he is not going to just stop No, and let everybody else do all the work. There was a picture of him. He had had some sort of medical surgery, mm-hmm. and then the next Monday he was out swinging a hammer, building homes again. He does something. What a badass. He's a total badass. Not a great president, but a total badass. He's a peanut farmer. Uh, peanut. Peanut farmer, yes. <laughs> Not not the type of farmer Gimpy is. <laughs> hey. um, but so Jimmy Carter, you're not going to get. But Betty White, I think you're not getting any points on that. Bill Cosby is the is a we don't know. Yeah, we don't know what the, the state. Yeah, right, you're not seeing public pictures of him. Yeah, uh, Larry King. I, I again, I think you're fine. I think we're fine. You're not getting points. <laughs> and same with Tommy Lasorda. The, if I gotta be honest, if I saw Larry King die, I'd be like, wow. Other than the fact that he's old. Yeah. There's no indicators. Me, uh, Sam's got Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Again, I think that this, this is the Jimmy Carter, man. Like, I would be shocked if something like that happened this year. Bob Dole. Uh, again, he's in a wheelchair, so I feel like that automatically puts you as a giant possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that age. Yeah. For sure. Not just because he's in a wheelchair. You already got points for Beth Chapman. Rod Stewart, I think, is fine. Yeah. I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not going to be. I would be shocked if he died all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, not a good call. Uh, uh, Alex Trebek for me. Um, Beverly clearly, uh, and Ozzy, and Tony Bennett. Other than Alex, yeah, uh, uh, that's where all my money's at. Ozzy's been sick for a while, but Sharon made a statement not too long ago, like he's fine. Don't yeah. worry. Da-da-da-da. Typically, when they make statements, mm-hmm. it's really not is as- when yeah, because you're trying to you know if you if you're trying to hope she he gets better and you're trying to book gigs. You're trying to sell tickets. You're going to make a statement like that. Makes sense. Distraction over yeah. here. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Usually, when someone comes out to make a statement, yeah, it's because they feel like they have to to save something. That makes sense. And there's, I'm sure, there's a lot of worried fans yeah. out there, you know, because Ozzy's so old and feeble. Of these it. people, Alex Trebek is currently on a show. They've got to make announcements, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the uh, Jimmy Carter is a former president that always is topical. Yeah. Right. Right. Other than that, none of these people are Bill Cosby. Maybe because of the news, mm-hmm. in terms of putting out statements of their health, there's no. no reason to. No, 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 no. That would be one of those uh, TV dad great. Uh, Bill Cosby died of heart failure, age, whatever. Right. May RBG because of uh, who she is mm-hmm. and sits on the Supreme Court. But other than that. Some of these people don't. They wouldn't. You don't need to put out statements of their health. No, Tommy Lasorda is not getting a, a public announcement. No, it'll be he's dead. Yeah. Oh, buddy. What? <laughs> You're not important enough for an announcement, but we want to know you died. An update. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Jimmy Carter, you would have had points, my man. The NBA starts tonight. We've got the Pelicans and Toronto at 7 on TNT. More on that game in a moment. 
and then the Lakers and the Clippers at 9.30 on TNT. Now, to the bad news. The Pelicans are expecting Zion Williamson to miss six to eight weeks. He had arthroscopic surgery on his right knee to treat a torn meniscus. He would miss approximately 20 games on this six-week timetable and another seven or so at eight weeks. So he's going to miss the Anthony Davis homecoming to New Orleans on November 27th, but should be cleared in time for the Pelicans game on Christmas Day at Denver. And they're on national TV a lot to start off the season. So we've got to wait a little bit on the debut of Zion. Sacramento Kings guard Buddy Heald, former Oklahoma Sooner, agreed to a four-year, $94 million contract extension, according to sources, $86 million in guaranteed money, $8 million in reachable bonuses and another 12 million in incentives which could reach the deal to 106 million over its terms to monday night football where last night tom brady threw a touchdown pass to philip dorsett sony michelle ran for three scores new england forced sam darnold into five turnovers they cruised to a 33 to nothing victory over the jets patriots improved to 7 and 0 for the third time in franchise history and first time since 2015. They also swept the two-game series against the Jets for the fourth straight year, outscoring the Jets 63-14 to in those two meetings this year. One final note from the NFL is Odell Beckham Jr. posted Monday on social media that he had been fined by the NFL for wearing pants that did not cover his knees during the loss to Seattle on October 13th. Brown star wide receiver posted a letter from the league on Instagram telling him that he'd been fined $14,000 for violating the NFL's policy on uniforms and equipment. On top of the letter, Beckham added this caption, 14 k for some pants that are not going to protect me from anything. This bleep is ridiculous. I agree. $14,000 for your pads not coming down over your knees is a tad bit over the top. And the World Series starts tonight with the Astros and the Yankees. More on that in the next update. That's Falls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. You can text if you want, BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945 or call. We're going to read an email, and then you can give advice for it. And this says, hey, friends, I'm 28. I lost my sister almost two years ago, and naturally, my parents split. I had moved back home after her passing, and now my mom basically lives downstairs and my dad upstairs as they can't financially live apart. I feel like I've lost my whole family in such a short time and my home where my sister lived till she passed, is horribly empty and depressing. Recently, the last two of my friends have often been married and having babies and understandably don't have time for what's going on with me. Since you guys are a form of free therapy, I ask how do I reboot and rebuild my life with meaningful relationships since I feel I've run out of existing ones. Thanks. God, that's so tough. Because you're worried that person is worried about her own parents and how they're dealing with their grief and hers. Here's your big dose of adult. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's a big heaping spoonful of adult 
crap sandwich. Yep, and sugar does not make that one go down any better. So what should she do? She's looking to try and reboot and rebuild her life with meaningful relationships because she doesn't have any others. I don't That's all really dark. All of that's dark. Yeah. Everybody has to rebuild and reboot, I think, at some point in time in their life. Whether, okay. What whether, do you mean? Whether it's a death of a family member, like in this case, it'd be her sister, and then that kind of just split the family apart. I know when, when my mom died, right, it kind of did the same thing to us. Yeah, we, my brother moved in, my dad moved in, but that was only good for a little while. And then eventually it just, you know, split. And what I'm saying is whether it's a death of a family member or a lost relationship, divorce, somebody you've been with for the past, you know, umpteen years since high school, whatever, you split up finally to, to find different. Everybody has to rebuild at some point in time. Some of us do it more than others. Okay. What do you guys think? 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. She wants to know how does she reboot and rebuild her life with meaningful relationships because she's run out of existing ones. And she, it sounds like she feels kind of alone and abandoned because she said her friends are having babies and moving on. And, like, maybe she doesn't feel like she's moving on, which seems like I feel like probably everyone can relate to feeling alone and grief. For sure. Even though, I mean, a majority of people have gone through it, I can understand why she feels like everybody else is moving on. Someone texted and said, join the military. That's definitely an option. Another one said, get out there and keep going. That's all you can do. Meaningful relationships will come. Can't feel sorry for yourself for long. Uh, let's go to the phones. It looks like Carla is on. Hi, Carla. How are you? Hi. What do you think? Well, I've recently had a big experience of loss in my family as well. And I feel the same way, and the family has fallen apart. So what you have to do is you just have to reach within yourself to get the strength to, to first heal yourself. And then she can work on the rest of the family. But she's got to work on herself first. And how how should she do that? If Because she, she feels like she doesn't have any friends. They're all married and having kids and moving on. So... How would you recommend that she works on herself while getting supported? Well, I seek help from friends outside of my family, you know, the friends that I grew up with and that know me. And I had to just start over with finding new friends, going new places, doing new things to try to start anew because there's no going back. You just have to keep going forward. Very good. Thank you so much, Carla. Have a good day and good luck. Thanks. You too. All right. Good see luck. you later. Bye. Aaron is on. Hi, Aaron. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Thank you. What do you think? Well, uh, likewise, I can relate to much of what she's going through in terms of loss this year because it's been ter tremendous for myself, and I'm only just now starting to come out of my dark cloud and uh, some things that I've done for myself to get myself going in that direction. I say always forward, never straight, but I'm starting to do yoga. 
Um, there are a lot of things that I still do by myself and enjoy doing by myself, uh, going to the movies, going out to dinner. Um, I, I try to integrate myself into places that I'm going to be surrounded by not just people, but good people. Um, taking up a hobby for herself. Mine has always been photography. Um, just it's, It starts with one decision to do something kind for yourself and put yourself in maybe a rather uncomfortable position in order to meet new people. Um, but it starts with yourself. It, it does, like the previous caller said. It's, it's something that you have to dig uh, deeper maybe than you ever have in your entire life to pick up the pieces and put that foot forward. Can I ask um, who you lost? Oh, gosh, yes. Uh, I lost my mom in May, uh, May 14th. Nine days later, my dad's place got flooded, and we had to evacuate him in Porter. Um, the gentleman that I uh, was with, uh, a friend of mine, lost his sister, and um, my roommate's mom passed away a few days before that. Uh, the bright side in all of that was I got a beautiful granddaughter uh, was born, and so it's just one thing at a time. That's so, tough, it's girl. a lot to digest for just one of those is a lot to digest. Uh, well, good luck, and thank you for talking with us. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right. See you later, Aaron. Carrie is on. Hi, Carrie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What do you think? So I was kind of recently going through a big transition in my life. Not really a transition, but was kind of just going through some hard times emotionally. And um, and it, this is the path I took was that I have, and I've never been a church person, um, but I did join a church and um, started going to some of their support um, life groups that they have there. They've been really helpful and kind of got me into contact with uh, people because I live up here. My family lives, you know, about four hours away and I don't live close to anybody. And so it just kind of got me some people that I've got to know in the community. And, um, you know, even if it's not something like that you're wanting to go for religion, I'm, you know, there's different support groups out there at different um, I know I've joined some moms groups on Facebook just so I could meet other moms and kind of talk to them about, you know, different things that I'm going through. So it just might be might be an option. Those are good options. Thank you so much for uh, calling in. Thanks. Uh, Ashanti is on. Hi, Ashanti. How are you? My rank. Morning. I'm fine. What do you think? Well, um, I went through a lot, you know, in the past three years. Um, I lost my mom, and then uh, my relationship with my father, I mean, he was a narcissist, so I don't have a relationship with him. Lost my grandma, couple uncles. Um, I just lost my auntie uh, and cousin recently of cancer. This was about a month ago, and then this past week I lost another auntie. So I've, whenever people die in my family, it comes in threes and fours. So um, the best advice I can say um, with the hurt I face um, is to just keep moving forward. It's not going to be easy. You have to just take a step at a time and stay encouraged. Um, what I've done is I've not only um, had to, not only had to um, cut, you know, my toxic father out of my life, although it hurts, um, I had to 
um, surround myself with positive with positivity. I start uh, meditating. Um, I'm a home health care provider, and I'm also a CNA, and I go, I make a difference by taking care of others. Um, it puts a big smile on my face. I go out on adventures. Um, I um, make new friends. I pick up uh, other hobbies, like I like traveling, road trips, going camping. What was the last um, road trip you took? Um, the last road trip I took was like uh, towards, um, it was a campsite and stuff. And um, I was just checking it out. And um, I was also um, looking at old uh, ghost towns. I'm into westerns and stuff. And there's a lot of um, ghost towns, you know, around that nobody knows about. And, um, you know, some of them are old Western ruins and some of them are just old, 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 you know, towns that are just non-existent. And um, I, I just checked them out. Um, I plan to go to one and um, probably when, the, when it gets spring again, I plan to go to one out towards uh, Texas. Um, there's like several of them and like you just see a lot of Western ruins. It's going to be fun. And I'm going to awesome. take pictures. Well, thank you so much for calling and, and sharing all that, and good luck with everything. Thank you. All right. See you later. All right. Sam, what do you think? Listener email. She is um, the two years ago lost her sister. She wants to reboot and rebuild her life with meaningful relationships since she feels she's run out of existing ones. Um, I think that you... I think it's normal to feel alone and probably your friends that are having babies and getting married, you just feel like they're moving on. And that happens sometimes with grief. You kind of distance yourself and isolate. And when you're sad, it's hard to see other people happy. But I wouldn't give up on all your friendships just because you're struggling. You should want to be friends with them more. They know more about you. They know your history. I don't feel like it's going to solve your problems just to pick up and start making all new friends. You need your support system that knew you and your sister and the relationship that you guys had. So I feel like you shouldn't give up just yet on your friends and just try to get yourself out of the house every day as much as you can. Just make little little baby goals each day. Gimpy. There's a text that came in made me think of this right here from Rodney Atkins. It says here... It says, keep your head up, your fist down, and spit in the devil's eye. I have to agree with that. The thing is, it's like, you can do all kinds of things. You can join a group. You can join a cult. You can join all kinds of different clubs and stuff out there, whether it be a, a motorcycle club or maybe, you know, start playing disc golf, get a hobby. You can do all kinds of things. But the thing about it is, is it's, it's always going to be in your head. It's always going to be in your head. The, the, the loss that you have, the fears that you have, they're going to be there. You just got to really give it time because eventually it will pass on by. You will get right back to where you were before your sister died, before the wedge was driven between your family, you know, with your folks splitting up because of what happened. It's just life. It sucks. It's, it, it doesn't stop it from sucking, okay? You just have to keep on plowing through. And that's why I play that because it's like, yeah, it sucks, but you just got to keep forging ahead. All right, go to work every day. Make sure that you eat. Idle hands are the devil's playground. I know it sounds cliche, but it's the truth. If you keep yourself a little busy, you won't have time to really 
dig down deep and start overthinking how bad your life really sucks. Uh, I agree with some of the stuff that Gimpy said. Uh, I'm a believer that if you want to be happy, they don't exist in places like clubs, relationships, boyfriends, girlfriends, family. That's not where happiness exists. Mm. It exists between the uh, between your ears. And you've got to figure out how to get there. And if that's to stay busy, if that's to join a club, if that is to um, move out, then so be it. Perception is not reality. You cannot think that the death of your sister is the only thing that ended your family, your mother and father's relationship. There had to have been other things. Mm. Right? Your friends aren't abandoning you because of that. Maybe they had a kid. I'm just saying perception isn't reality. And it's easy to start believing the BS you tell yourself. And then Sam and I talk about this off air all the time is I can't speak for everyone else. Sam and I are in agreement that we are brought up thinking that everyone else isn't dealing with troubling stuff. And that's not true. Everybody is having a horrible day. Week, month, year, whatever. Yeah. You Everybody. Because they're having babies. You know, maybe they're stressed out that they can't afford formula. Right. Or, or their partner isn't helping change diapers in there and, and constantly at work. I mean, there's always something. Yeah, there's always something. So I, everybody's fighting their own civil war. Maybe you need to decide you're not going to be a part of the drama. And if you can't, if that's too overwhelming, then decide what you're going to do today to do yeah. that. That's a tough place to be. Depression. You can go, to th- go speak to somebody too. That might help. Yeah. But you're around a lot of negative energy, drama. And I don't know what tarot card that would pull, but <laughs> I think it's the joke. You got to get away from that. <laughs> Because that's a cycle, too. Who you surround yourself with and how they are every day totally determines who you are. True statement, because those people with the negativity, it'll rub off on you. For sure. At, and you won't even know about it. It's cancerous. It just happens. Yes. And not in not in an, not in a uh, intentionally bad way. Mm-mm. It's just, that's what happens. If you hang around people that all drink soda, there's a good chance you're going to start drinking soda. If you hang around people that all work out every day, there's a good chance you're going to start working out. You want to change your playground, then you need to change your play friends. Mm. And stay away from meth. And stay away from meth. (laughs) That's usually a good rule of thumb all around. Yeah. Or I'll I'll revert to some historic advice with the show. If you want to get over somebody, get under somebody. Boom. I might. Some people, at least you're feeling a different emotion. True. Uh, we're going to take a break. If you need... What? I think that's, sound, that's the most sound advice. I'm just... Who doesn't like sex? I uh, picture it in my head. You're having sex, but at the same time, you're still grieving over your dead sister. You're like, I'm so... I'm dude, enjoying listen to so this. Much. There is a... St- uh, dude, uh, there is... Uh, no. Uh, Are you uh, crying or moaning? What's there, going on? There is a... St- listen, there is a statistic yeah. that most cheating happens at funerals. Really? Yes, because you want to feel a different emotion than sadness. That's fair. And you're giving yourself a pass. Yes. Because okay. you're grieving. Because you were sad. And okay. I'm getting trying to get through. That and weddings are the two biggest life events. Wow. How about that? Not promotions when your husband or your wife gets a promotion and they go out to celebrate with coworkers. Not there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. I could not imagine if Jeff effing cheated on me at <laughs> my dad's funeral or my mom. Like, Typically, it's the person oh in God. the deep grief that right. is the cheater, it would be you not cheating. a participant. <laughs> I mean, they may I, be. Oh, that they makes may, more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do what you're crying ass. I'm over yeah. here, Becky. Yeah. <laughs> it's not typically someone in the <laughs> crowd. Not that they're not sad, but typically it it's somebody in deep, in, deep in the emotion. Way more sense. Uh, <laughs> if you need help with some, email us, show at KMOD.com. We'll recommend community. Communicating or sex. <laughs> Tulsa's morning show oh, yeah. is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Here's a weird twist. My sister gives me so much anxiety. She works a nine to five job and she's been out for over 10 years. I work for home. My kids are at school and she constantly tries to tell me that I don't really work. She wishes she could stay at home with her kids, then watch TV all day like I do. I love her, but I don't like her. How do I keep her out of my life or get her out of my life? Wow. Well, why don't we get the other lady on the phone and see what her <laughs> thoughts are about getting rid of her sister. Uh, <laughs> just saying. <sighs> when you say it like that, though. Yeah. I'm just saying. Maybe you're being grateful. At least your sister can talk. Um, what do you think? 918-460-KMOD. How do you get someone out of your life or... Keep somebody out of your life that is toxic for you. It's judging you. Yeah. I mean, everybody judges everybody. That's the thing I've heard. A lot. Why do you judge people? I'm not judging people. I'm. It's called living. <laughs> That's what we do as humans. <laughs> we judge. That is a true statement. And people who say they don't judge people are liars. They're judging right then. Yep. I'm judging the way you judge me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm judging that you judge. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> What is it uh, that you should do to keep somebody out of your life that you think is toxic or to get somebody out of your life that's toxic? 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. What's the easiest way to do that? You could stop talking to them, but that kind of sends a weird message. You're right, especially if you're under the same roof. And you'll feel super guilty that you wasted. I would. Why? Because I, have, I, I love feel, my sister. I love right, my family. But yeah, but you can't equate it to that because you love this person clearly doesn't love them. No, you can get grumpy, but you only got one family. The what? Oof. Yeah, some people would disagree with you on that one. If, if, if you're not good for me, bye. And I don't mean that like, what are you doing for me? I mean, like, if you constantly bring me down mm-hmm. and you're constantly looking at me in a negative light, I don't want to be around you and I don't want you around me. And I, I will lose no sleep lost just because we're connected by biology. Yeah, I, I don't agree with you on that. It's, you think that you should allow people in your life because of biology, even though they make you feel like crap. Yeah, I feel like you can have boundaries, but you have one family. Okay. What do you guys think? 918-460-KMOD. Let's go to the phone and talk to Alan. Hi, Alan. How are you? I'm all right. What do you think? Uh, loaner money. 
You get out cheap. Loan her money? Yeah. Why would you loan her money? Because you get out cheap. Because, you know, usually if you loan people money, they don't ever come around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. It has, to be, has oh, to be a good nice. amount of money. You can't just, like, throw a 20 spot down or whatever. You know, right, it has right. To be, like, it has to be a couple hundred, hundred bucks yeah. or maybe a couple thousand. Something to buy her off and get her out of your life. <laughs> Damn. It's a great you, line, man. Have you bought anybody out of your life that way? Oh, of course. Of course. I've been, I've been bought out of people's lives that way. <laughs> well, sound like a good dude then. Yeah. <laughs> right on. What's a good dollar figure you think? Uh, I don't know. A couple grand maybe. It'd have, to be a, it'd have to be a decent amount. Right on. Alan, have a great day, man. All right. All right. See you later. <laughs> uh... Text came in, stop answering calls, choose not to participate, get a restraining order. Whoa. There's another one. What I did was cut all toxic people from my life. I don't talk to them anymore, delete them from social media, don't go around them anymore. Just because it's family doesn't mean anything. Uh, let's go back to the phones and get Jet on. Bye, Jet. Uh, let's get Ty on. Hi, Ty. How are you? Hey, man, I'm good. How are you? Good, buddy. What do you think? Uh, I think cut ties. Uh, my brother was the same way with me, and I cut ties for over six months. Never said a word to him. Dropped him totally out of my life. Did you tell him you were doing that, or did you just ghost him? No, I just straight up told him. I was like, hey, man, um, pretty much I hate you. You hate me. I'm, I'm gone. What was the last I'm straw? So, so sick of it. Um... The last straw for us was when I caught him using again. And I was like, I'm done. I'm not. So he was sober for a while, and then he stopped being sober, and then I bounced. And what was his drug of choice? Uh, his drug of choice was Oxy. Oh, man. And then, yeah. but now you guys are back in each other's lives? Um, yes, yeah, six months. And then my mom called me and told me he was dying of MRSA, so thought it might be a good time to mend the bridge at that point. Did he die? No, actually, he managed to come back from it, believe it or not. So are you guys good now? No. Uh, we talk maybe once a month. It's just better that way. Right on. Well, thanks for calling and uh, being honest, Ty. Have a great day. Hey, you too, brother. All right, see you later. Vincent is on. Hi, Vincent. How are you? Great. What do you think, sir? Uh, I saw the Joker, the movie. Yeah. It's good. Okay, thanks for calling. Uh, Janet is on. Hi, Janet. How are you? I'm good. How are you this morning? Good. What do you think, Janet? I think that, okay, I have family members who love living in misery. And right. I, I only uh, deal with them in a uh, family group setting. That way I'm not having to deal with them just on a one-on-one basis. Right, that makes sense because sometimes people like that can be like a holitzer, like, uh, right, a holitzer, isn't that the gun? Like you you want, you need some, let someone else get some of the spray, not just on you. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Right on. It great advice. Easier. Thank you, Janet. Have a great day. Thank you, you too. See you later. Calm down over there. Dave, what do you think? Well, uh, my sister had tried to get his uh, 
uh, order protection against me if she owes me $22,000. And, of course, it's not easy to get an order of protection. I, just, I went in without an attorney. She went in with an attorney, and the judge left her out of the courtroom. So, no, it, it, uh, that won't work. What did, what did she say? Why did she say that she wanted to get an order of protection from you? Uh, she's try- she was trying to get control of my dad. Uh, I've taken care of my father for five years, and uh, she moved on from Michigan, and she wanted total control. And so she just made my life and my lady's life miserable to where we ended up moving out of the house. And now my dad's passed away, and she's there all by herself with no friends. Nobody will help her. Nobody will talk to her. And she's not in control of the will. My brother is. And she's kind of screwed herself all the way around. I'm sorry that your dad died. Oh, thank you, sir. He was, he was 85 years old. It was he was in a lot of pain. It was time for him to go. Um, and <laughs> sorry that caught me off guard. It was time for him to go. Uh, do you talk to your sister at all anymore? No, not never. There's if she no died way. tomorrow, would you feel bad for not reconnecting or rekindling anything with her? No, um, I went by. I found out my neighbor was cutting my front yard, so I went by giving some money for cutting the yard over there at at my father's house. And uh, she sent me a three-page text that she'd had me arrested. I recall broken her police for stalking. (laughs) It wasn't even, I never pulled in the driveway. She said, I'm driving through the neighborhood looking looking at the house all the time and her all the time. Uh, I don't, and I haven't been there. Yeah, that's a lot of drama. How do you know she lives there then? Okay. Mm. Uh, listen, man, I appreciate you calling and good luck with everything. All right. Thank you. All right, buddy. See you later. Uh, listener email from somebody says this, her sister is not a good person. She wants to know how can she get her sister out of her life or keep her out of her life? Sam. I think you should need to set some boundaries if it makes you mad because she talks about whatever, how easy you have it watching TV all day, let her know that that's not something that you want to discuss with her, and I would just keep setting those boundaries. But I do feel like you only have one family and that you would regret kicking her completely out of your life. Gimpy, what do you think? Stop beating the cat. All right, that's the easiest way to put it. Uh, when it comes to negative people, toxic people, you have to just stop talking to them. Cut them out completely whatsoever. Yeah, it sucks that this one's family, but here's here's my thought on this one. You cut them out completely. I'm done messing with you. I'm tired of your negativity. That goes on for, let's just say, six months, maybe a year. Your sister's going to be like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And then she's going to come to you and be like, what's the deal here? How come you haven't talked to me in like a year? This is bull. We're sisters. We're supposed to be close. And then you can explain to her, well, hey, here's the deal. I got tired of your constant negativity. I got you, got tired of you constantly just coming down on me, you know, feeling, making me feel bad because of my life's decisions. I mean, I can't help it that I, I got the good job. I get to sit at home and watch TV and take care of the kids and you have to slave away for the man. Maybe you should have made better decisions. So that's, that's the way I see it. It'll come around. You guys will eventually will talk. You'll hug it out. Boom. Back to being sisters. Yeah, I... I don't know. You got to decide if it's worth it. Is it worth giving it another chance, like a warning shot, like, hey, if this is going to continue, we can't, I can't be around you, I can't talk to you? Or is it worth just completely ghosting? What about your kids? Do they see their aunt? Does she come around? Like, there's a little bit more than just, I don't want to talk to you anymore. 
But ultimately, it's the same thing we said as the first one. You know, if you don't want to deal with negative stuff, don't. It's that easy. Yeah. Somebody sent a text and we're like, I'm just glad it's not an email about communicating. It is about communicating. Both of these are. It's actually about communicating with yourself. <laughs> Which is different than talking to yourself. <laughs> it's not a far line, not a far distance, but yeah. Uh, all right. If you need help, email us, show at KMOD.com. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS, BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. You know the movie Bad Santa? A lot of people love this movie with Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. In a recent interview, Billy Bob Thornton said he was plastered during the filming. That makes sense. Yeah. Because the Santa play, he's a drunk in the movie. True, but not everybody encompasses a character that way (laughs) when they're portraying them on the screen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Typically, you act. That's not acting. (laughs) Right. That's 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 being. Yeah, because I thought that they couldn't actually smoke cigarettes on camera or drink real booze on camera. Um, I think in California, Mm, it's considered smoking in the workplace. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Right? Which is kind of dumb because then are they allowed to have fake that they're cheating on their wives? Right. Are they allowed to fake that they're doing drugs? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, that's a good point. But I digress. It's still not acting. Nope. Oh. Uh, here's popping balls to the wall sports. Tonight, the World Series officially starts, and to nobody's surprise, three-time Cy Young Award winner Max Scherzer is the official Game 1 starter for the Nationals. He will face off against the Astros starter Garrett Cole, who is riding a streak of 19 consecutive winning decisions in the first showdown between the two powerhouse starting rotations tonight from Houston. To college, where the border war is returning to college basketball. Rivalry between Kansas and Missouri, one of the longest played series west of the Mississippi River will resume next season in Kansas City. The schools have agreed to play six times with four of those matchups taking place on their respective campuses. NFL notes last night it was Tom Brady and the Patriots beating the Jets 33 to nothing. Patriots are now 7-0 and for the third time in franchise history. They sweep the series with the Jets. Brady Finished the night 31 to 45 for 250 yards, a touchdown, and one interception. Sam Darnold was abysmal, 11 of 32, 86 yards, and at one point while wearing the ESPN microphone during the game, said he was caught on the sideline saying, "quote I'm seeing ghosts." At one point, not what you want to hear your starting quarterback say. And one final note from Oklahoma Sooners' perspective: it was yesterday as Lincoln Riley went to the podium for his press conference. He informed us that John Michael Terry, a junior outside linebacker from Tulsa, who started the first six games this season, will miss the remainder of 2019 with a lower leg injury. He said it was a non-contact injury that happened during practice last week. Quote from Lincoln Riley was, it was a tough loss from us, the victory Christian graduate. He was playing extremely well. He's just been one of the breakthrough players for us in moving to the rush linebacker spot. That's Ball to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good 
morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And we do this thing on Tuesdays at 9 o'clock where you can get any question answered about the show. Us, get to know us better. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD. Any question you want to get to know the show better. And there was one that came in yesterday. I can uh, track it down real quick. Because they were, there it is. To tell the truth, why did you guys start advertising the podcast on the air? I love that it was a secret before. So here's the thing you guys liked it too much. That's the problem. Yep. It's a good problem. Mm-hmm. You liked it too much. The company was like, hey, we want to promote how well you're doing. So okay. that's and why. Don't be such a hipster. Now, now that everybody likes you, uh, I don't like you as much. That's not what was said. <laughs> well, I like it better when it was a secret. I loved that it was secret before. I'm not saying they love it less. Just, it's better. They said it, it's the whole point of to tell the truth. Right? Yeah. Call up, we'll give you uh, the answer. Maybe it's the truth, I don't know. You're not going to really know. Like the way I say clearly. Clearly. Maybe it's wrong. Maybe I'm doing it intentionally. You don't know. <laughs> to tell well, the truth. Clearly, they're wrong. 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Uh, if you were a child of a sperm donor, <laughs> would you want to meet all of your siblings from that father? Yes. Um, family's awesome. It'd be wonderful to have a bunch of brothers and sisters and, you know, could have a big family re- reunion once a year. That'd be awesome. I don't know. No. Sorry, I thought you were on the phone. Uh, I don't know. No. I don't think so. What if you need a kidney? Then you're going to want to know them. So, not necessarily. Just because someone's your blood doesn't mean that they're a good kidney match. I mean, it definitely ups your chances, right? No. <laughs> they have said there are plenty of family members that don't match. Yeah. I thought that that you get it's a higher chance of it. I mean, I'm sure it's more like at least 1% increase. So technically, yeah. What about you, Gimpy? Oh, as the uh, child of a sperm donor? No, I'm good. I'm good. Not of, but he, <laughs> not of an actual donor, like through a clinic. Right. Same way. Same way. I've been doing it all my life now. You know, I know there's somebody out there who's my dad, and I'm sure that he's got other kids. Well, hell, we found out he's got at least one. So I'm, I'm good on it. I don't, I, I just, no. Do you think you should try almost everything at least once in life? Don't like it, don't do it again. What do you think is the right philosophy? Sam? Mm. Try everything at least once in life. Don't like it, that's it, or don't do it again. I don't understand this question. Um, no, there's some things I know that I would not like to do. Like, I don't want to... I don't want to skydive anymore. So... Yeah, no, I don't. There's some things if you know you're not gonna like it, then don't do it. Gibby. Yes, because you don't know that you don't like it until you do it. You can have the perception and the thought, oh, I won't like. 
I won't like skydiving until you actually jump out of the plane and you're like, that's the most amazing effing thing that's ever happened to me. And then you're hooked. Same way with liver and onions. All right. Ah, smells like menstruation. No, I don't want to eat it. But then you try and you're like, this is amazing. Hardly anybody ever says it. However, the point is, is yes, you should try everything at least once. Give it a shot because you never know. There's someone in this building, they try the foods that they don't like every year to make sure they still don't like them. And I think that's insane. <laughs> yep. That's still like, mushrooms. you're literally going, that's like eating black eyed peas. You're literally a glutton for punishment <laughs> every year. Nope, still don't like it. I didn't follow up with the, hey, was there anything you found out you liked that you didn't like the year before? But, um, Skimpy's making a valid argument, but I just, if I don't want to do something, I just don't do it. Mm. I don't know. I just, feels like it's worked pretty good for 44 years. Fair. Fair. But I think you're making valid arguments. You don't know unless you, so really the statement is, are you comfortable with possibly missing out on something you love? Ooh. Are you okay with FOMO? True. Because that's exactly what it is. Everybody else is going to be raving about this, you know, new vegetable or whatever. And you didn't want to mess <laughs> no with it. No one's because, doing that. Right. I'm just no saying. one's bragging about a new vegetable. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you, you could miss out completely. And now you you are just alone by yourself. Yeah. I'm okay with FOMO. Are you? Yeah, completely. Yeah, I'm completely good in food <laughs> or in life. I've totally been blessed. Like, I'm not sure what I'm missing out on. Yeah. Are you? I, I'm. Sh- yeah, I mean, I missed out on a lot of things. But no, the- do you have fear of FOMO? Oh, yes, yes, because I don't want to miss out. I don't, because there might be something out there new that I haven't tried that I would absolutely love. So, yeah, I don't want to miss out. I'll try anything at least once. Tried mushrooms, didn't like it. Tried sour stuff. I know I don't like them. I'm good. Sam? Yeah. you have fear of FOMO? No, especially not when I know I'm not going to like something like heights. But 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 you do have fear of FOMO though, because you have admitted that of not of like you feel like you have to do stuff because you don't want to miss out on anything. Right, being left out. But like things like skydiving, I just know I won't like to do that, and I'm fine with that. Uh, who is the best Batman? And if you got to choose the future Batman, what actor would you choose, Sam? Uh. Christian Bale, I think he was a good Batman. He could just continue being Batman. Sam, or I'm sorry, Gimpy? I like Christian Bale as a Batman, for sure. For sure. He, I, I, I usually go with the OG Michael Keaton, but goddamn, man, he did a really good job on that Batman. So far as picking a new one, let's just, let's let's be a little different. Let's go with like a, like a Tom Hanks or something. He's a good actor. Why not throw him in as a Batman, see if he can make it? A little old to be doing it, but yeah, it'd yeah. be interesting. I, I'm going with uh, Michael Keaton. He reinvented it, like got it going again. So I'm good with that. As far as someone new, Michael Sarah, I think why not? Let's go in a different direction. <laughs> Maybe it's his breakthrough role. <laughs> Sorry, did that make your mouth hurt? Breakthrough role. Uh, let's go to the phone. Some people have been uh, waiting. Travis is on. Hi, Travis. How are you? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Good. What do you have for uh, to tell the truth, sir? Uh, just curious on your new podcast that y'all do where you're un- unedited and uncensored, all that. Um, y'all do one, it looks like, each week for about 30 minutes. Any chance of that maybe going to an hour, hour and a half in the future? I mean, there'll be a one-off. We're doing a special podcast this Saturday, but um, no. 
<laughs> okay. I enjoyed listening for the 30 minutes, so usually when it's done, I'm just kind of like, oh, dang, well, that was a quick 30 minutes, so yeah. always want more. Yeah, if we good. give everything we got, then then you're never going to want more, so we got to keep you, you know, tuned in, man. Fair enough. Right on, sir. Thank you. Thank you. See you later. I spoke for all of us, and I'm sorry, but no, Sam, yeah, I get. I think you said it perfectly. We got to leave you wanting more. Yeah, we already we do it on Tuesdays at, right after the show. Mm-hmm. So that would mean we'd either a, have to come in at a different time. Or, yeah. and, and then what if we, let's say we do an hour. Then and you want an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. When does it end? Moose a muffin. Let's go to Brandon. Hi, Brandon. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you guys? Good. What do you have for us, sir? Uh, I was wondering if you guys had any favorite segments from when it was Phil and Brent back in the day. Uh, I was I didn't live here. I never listened to Phil and Brent. Gimpy. Right. Uh, Greek theater was always good. Uh, Dyslexia was another one that I thought was was pretty funny. Um, yeah, man, they were good. I always thought Roy right. D had something. Why? Well, yeah, of course. Of course, Roy. All right. Well, that's all I wanted to know. So, thanks, guys. Uh, let's go to Michael. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What do you think? Um. Well. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Um, no, it's a, it's its own entity. That doesn't make sense. It's not a sandwich. It's a hot dog. It's yes, its own a, entity. Yes, but a sandwich, a sandwich can be many things. Peanut mm-hmm. butter and jelly sandwich. Mm-hmm. You can only have a hot dog. Yeah, I think it's its own thing. Uh, Gimby. I think it's a sandwich. It's substance shoved between two pieces of bread. Now, just because the bread's joined at the bottom doesn't mean anything. Is a taco sandwich? Yes. Okay. A tortilla isn't bread. Made out of flour or corn. Uh, it's well, technically, it's made out of corn. Mm. They have flour ones. They have flour <laughs> ones, but technically, it's supposed to be made out of corn and lard. There's that. no yeast in it, so it's not a bread. Yeah, I, I, I think, think a hot dog. I think that a hot dog is just a hot dog. There's no. There's no sandwich involved in that. Yes, based <laughs> off what definition, what is the definition of a sandwich for you, sir? A sandwich, ham and cheese, peanut butter and jelly. That's okay. Those are those are ingredients. It's what is your definition two, of a sandwich? Two slices of bread, not a bun. So then when, when you go to like uh, Jimmy John's and they don't cut it all the way, that's not two slices of bread. Is that a sandwich? Oh, okay. Yeah, you got me there. And a bun is bread. <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, I hear where you're trying to go, but I think the argument can't be two slices of bread because there's many times yeah. that that doesn't happen. What if you only make a half a sandwich, right? Using one slice of bread. Yeah, I think ultimately this argument has to be, what is the definition of a sandwich? <laughs> and the definition know. of a sandwich is, to me, um, some sort of bread product with protein in between, possibly condiments. Yeah, and by that definition, that is a hot dog. Yeah, but it's not a sandwich. (laughs) But it is because we just established what the definition was, or I did, or at least for me. So again, what is your definition of a sandwich? That's really what the question is. Stuff inside of a piece of bread. So yeah, yeah, I guess a hot dog is a sandwich. 
You're welcome. Have a great day. Stick to your principal, sir. Good you God, you rolled over quickly. No, I applied logic, and he got in line with the logic people. It's like, I don't want to fight. Jay is on. Hi, Jay. How are you? Good. It's tough to follow that uh, intelligence conversation. Well, okay, smartass. Then what's your definition of a sandwich? No, 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 no. You insulted, so now you got to play my game. So what is your definition of a sandwich? Uh, meat and bread. Meat and bread. So is a hot dog then a sandwich? No. Because how does it not fall into that definition? Because when I think about meat, I think about if I know it's turkey, if I know it's ham, I know it's salami, I know it's chicken. And I don't hot know what dog is in hot dogs anymore. A hot dog is all of the above. Well, a hot dog, you buy a pork hot dog or you buy a beef hot dog or you buy a that turkey hot dog. So I don't know what you mean by you don't know what it is. Uh, you got me there. Okay, what's your, what did you call for, sir? No, you're good. Um, have you guys ever, this is, I guess, mainly towards the boys, creeped on if a caller calls in, obviously a female, thought they sounded hot, and just maybe kind of Facebook creeps on them? I guess it's more maybe towards Gimpy nowadays or something like that. Or just even, not necessarily Facebook creep, but even prior to Facebook, thought they sounded hot on air. And I guess, Sam, you could probably poking on this too that thought they sound hot or good looking or what have you and you're like you know what i like to give them that prize in person or what have you maybe try to talk to him a little bit off the air no i've definitely we've talked to people that i thought sounded hot and i've looked them up on facebook i've done that but right. <laughs> okay i mean I gotcha. i'm not sure if they call in how we, we would know how to get a hold of them on facebook well that's why i thought more like even if you had to hand out a prize or whatever if they had to come up to the studio and you're like you know what she sounds kind of hot i'll i'll uh, give her that present or that gift or whatever they want in person just because they sounded kind of hot you're creepy dude Gimpy, why are you answering <laughs> i'm just waiting for it to come my turn it went to you and then i was just go, go ahead Gimpy. Kept on talk- yes to all of your questions yes i have looked i have the advantage of you know getting people's names first and last <laughs> When it comes to prizes, so if there's a hot chick or at least sounds hot, I'll, I'll search real quick and see if she is giggity or if she's, you know, a heifer. <laughs> right on. See you guys. Love you guys. All right, buddy. See you later. There's nothing wrong with it. I think anybody would do there's it. There's something wrong with it if you're married. Well, this was afterwards. I didn't do it before. <laughs> Sorry. That was not <laughs> there's over a tickle the phone. <laughs> there's that a tickle in, in my person. throat. It's a big difference. <clears throat> um, Murphy is on. Hi, Murphy. How are you? All right, hey, I'm doing well. <laughs> Sir, what do you think? I got, a, I got a question that's more on board with the uh, sandwich question, but, like, is an Indian taco really a taco? Because, like, there's, I know there's no tortilla, but you don't necessarily, like, put all your meat and everything in, in the fry bread. You, you just tear it apart and eat it. And it's, it's more like nachos. I don't know. Well, what do you guys think? I mean, every Indian taco I have has never been torn apart. If anything, it's oh, probably really? more like a tostada. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It should be like an Indian gordita, right? No, a tostada. A tostada? Okay. Okay. I'm on board with that. Well, my more important question was... And like, what's a tostada? Uh, a tostada is a taco shell not formed into the shape of a taco. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So. That's definitely more important. All right. Well, uh, my more important question, I guess more toward, more directed toward uh, Gimby and Sam, but uh, what's y'all's favorite strain of medical cannabis? Great bait. Grape. Grape. Oh yeah. 
Gimpy. Man, I come across this one uh, called Rosetta Stone that is pretty solid. It's a, <laughs> it's a 23% really? THC, man, and, and, and it's an indica, and it will lay you out. Bro, that's where oh, I'm, I'm at all right about now. That. That's my favorite okay, one right I'll, now. I'll have to try that. Hell yeah. All right. Have a great day, Murphy. All right, y'all too. Let's Thanks for having me. A nine-pound hammer. There's all kinds of ones. Justin, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you guys doing? Good. What do you have for, to tell the truth, sir? I just want to know what is the absolute dumbest uh, advice you ever got for pertaining a relationship, like uh, from a loved one or or family member. You're in a relationship. What's the dumbest advice you've ever gotten, Sam? Uh, to oh, that's normal. Everyone gets cold feet. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. You're that's totally fine. It's normal. Gimby, kind of along the same lines as Sam. It was more of uh, it's okay, just stick it out, and things will get better. <laughs> That's that was the worst advice because it didn't get better, it got worse. Yeah, so kind of on the same lines as Gimpy is, and that is um, that uh, um, you're married now. You're just gonna have to stick it out. And I was like, uh, no, I don't, because if somebody treats you that way, you don't have to stick it out. Because I'm married. What about you? Man, that's everyone's advice. Yeah, I got that too. Was what? dating a crazy chick, and everyone's oh, just stick with her. She's pretty. <laughs> well, dating and marriage is two completely different pieces of advice. Oh yeah, true. Justin, have a great day, well, is, sir. Is, is marriage a taco or a sandwich? Depends on your definition of marriage, sir. Have a great day. <laughs> See you later. Last one's gonna be Kyle. Kyle's been waiting. Hi, Kyle. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. Sorry, you had to wait. What do you think? That's okay. Hey, I want to ask you uh, real quick. The sandwich, I think, uh, breaks down to the bread that it's on because you don't consider a hamburger a sandwich, right? I, no, I consider it a sandwich based off my definition of a sandwich. Then everybody's different. My next point What's, is... Well, hold on, uh, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, everyone's different. What is your definition of a sandwich? Uh, I think it's the the way the bread that it's delivered on, because I don't think a hot dog is a sandwich. Okay, so your definition of a sandwich is? The definition of a sandwich would be like normal, like a loaf of bread that it comes on, that you typically make a PBJ or a ham and cheese or a grilled cheese. I think the bread is what defines what it is. So for you, a sandwich is something between two pieces of sliced bread. Yes, I like how divisive this question is. It's For like real. religion or politics. <laughs> <laughs> like now there's three things we can't talk about. Right, yes. Religion, politics, and sandwiches? Yep. Yeah. Clearly. If anything, Clearly. if Clearly. anything, Kyle, you have created the most, to me, logical argument is that the bread has to be sliced. You, whiskey is a bourbon. Bourbon is a whiskey, essentially, right? But you're right. making a more compelling argument than anything else I've heard, so... Uh, tell me, you had, did you have something else, or is that what you wanted to go with? For what you just said about me, uh, that, that's all I needed. That's great. I like that, Corbin. You, uh, you don't give out those kind of compliments, and I feel great that you think that. So you just made my day, bud. You're welcome. Oh, man, it didn't go sour now, did it? All right, listen, hey, one other thing. I want to ask you, have you guys, how come you guys don't, uh, and this may be a sensitive subject, but how come you guys don't, like, play old Biggie bits or anything that, you know, kind of keeps him as part of the show? Is it yeah. just because it's a little painful? I mean, No, it's, it's because that Sam and mm -hmm. Gibby have been a part of the show 
on KMOD much longer than Biggie ever was. So, Absolutely. So it, it's at what point, you know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of people that don't even know who he is. Uh, okay. Right? Well, well, I, I, I don't, I mean, I, just because, uh, you know, I've been a long-time listener uh, prior and, and now, and so it just, uh, I didn't think of it that way. So I thought uh, they knew him as well and were part of the show as, you know, uh, it just seems like time goes by so fast. But yeah, anyway, time does. Um, I mean, it's been five years, right? So in reality, it's wow. almost been six years. And so that wow. would mean that there are six years of people that have never been exposed to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, but there's probably a a lot more, I would think, that may have been, you know, uh, since you, you know. Yes, I agree. It's a great following. Agreed, but then following. I have to re-educate six years of people on who he was. That's a great thing, though, exposing them to how awesome that is. Yes, but then at some point, I can't do what we're doing right now because I'm constantly educating people. No, I wouldn't think that. I mean, I don't think it's much of an education. People would eventually, you know, if somebody, if there was somebody out there who didn't know who he was, they would learn to know who he was. It's not like it would be an ongoing process. Yeah, but when does that end? Mm -hmm. But when does that end? Like after a decade, after 15 years? Like, I think Corbin's uh, point is that you're a fan. That's awesome. Love that. But there's people that yeah. don't know who he is. So when when do I do we educate every month to like, hey, update. And it, <laughs> and it is painful for us, too. Like, he was our buddy. I know you miss him. So do we. Sure. It It's just that would like it's a whole other detour from the show to have to keep doing that. Yeah, I guess anything about that way. I just uh, I figured if anything, it was more painful to kind of think about that or, or do that. But uh, anyway, all right, well, that, that, that's, uh, I understand that point of view as well. So uh, anyway. Kyle, oh, even though your definition is wrong, you made a great <laughs> argument. I hope you have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Right, appreciate buddy. it. See you later, Kyle. Right, bye. Great hearing from you. Take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. Then what you want to say to 82945. And here's a story about a the police who did a welfare check in Florida on three little girls, 8, 9, and 10. And when they arrived at the home... They found the mother and father and the girlfriend living there. And they have been arrested on three counts of child abuse. They've removed the kids from the home and put them with a family member after what the police cited as the worst living condition we've ever seen. Damn. Quote, I don't understand how someone can devalue a life that much. The kids, uh, like I said, given to a family member. Child services came out twice in 2018 for reports about a loose dog and an injured dog. The residents never allowed them inside the home. 
and the city didn't have enough evidence for a warrant. Um, and when the police went in, they observed a dead guinea pig in a cage, rotting food, animal feces, urine throughout the residence, four dogs, two cats, 83 rats, nine, uh, 95 mice, nine guinea pigs, 12 rabbits, four hamsters, God. 10 sugar gliders, 14 birds, seven bearded dragons, two geckos, a tortoise, a hedgehog, and a partridge in a pear tree. Good lord, that man. That would have to stink so bad. Yeah, it doesn't smell good. So along with their three counts of child abuse, they got 66 counts of animal cruelty. And the wife has been released from jail after she posted bond. The husband went into the hospital as he was reporting um, issues of chest pains. And the other woman, the girlfriend, was admitted to for psychological evaluation after she said she no longer wanted to live and she had taken Xanax pills, 17. Oh, my. Jeez. This all stemmed because he decided that he wanted to break up with his wife and the girlfriend. <laughs> and he said they wouldn't let him take the kids. So I don't know if this is a case where he was just trying to keep up mm -hmm. cleaning-wise and couldn't, and he was like, I got to get these kids out of here. Sounds like it to me. Or he was just as much a part of the process. I like to think that he was trying to get the kids out because he was trying to leave. He says he was trying to leave both of them, and they wouldn't let him have the kids. And the living conditions itself are just horrid. So I would like to think that he was the good one out of the three and was like, come on. You you children deserve better. Well, yeah, then you just swoop them up and go. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, you don't wait until yeah. you're done. You don't try to be like, well, maybe you could clean up after these ferrets. If your <laughs> kids are like in a serious health danger, there is no trying. There's just getting them out of that dangerous situation. 245 animals. That's you're 240 at best late. Yeah. Right after five, you'd be like, nah, 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 nah. We are not getting another sugar glider. <laughs> right. We are not getting another bearded dragon. Seven is a little much. Yeah, because it doesn't matter the size of the animal. I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, well, I guess it'd be okay if you had, like, let's just say, like a dozen hamsters or whatever. No. Exactly. That's One hamster is disgusting. It doesn't matter how, how big or small the animal is. You get multiple of them in there. You have all that ammonia building up and the you know bacteria from the feces, and it's just disgusting. It shouldn't shouldn't be like that. Four shouldn't. Fourteen birds is a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, and they they fling food everywhere and like ugh, they're they messy. Got all that dander and stuff. You the police were quoted as saying is you couldn't walk anywhere without stepping in feces or trash in some places as high as knee deep. Oh. And in the kids' bedroom, there was even, it was knee deep as well. And there was a bunk bed, but there was no mattress on the top bunk. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. That is sick. God. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do anything with that many animals. Like, you couldn't work. You would do, you'd be constantly cleaning, trying to keep up with them. Yeah, you'd eventually surrender. Yeah. Which How do you eat meals? What happened. How do you eat meals? Like, so far as, like, with all the stank and everything like around? Last night I made spaghetti, right? Mm -hmm. Made sauce. The house smelled of spaghetti sauce. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Thanksgiving dinner. Make Thanksgiving. Da -da. You don't get those smells. You become nose blind. When you have 245, okay. That's, so you get used to that smell, so then you still smell it, but it's, 
you're just blinded by the absolutely yeah. the feces. It's not as disgusting to you where it would make any other person wretch. You're so used to it. Ugh. Surely they didn't have like Thanksgiving gatherings. You know, family come over. Any Maybe just outside. No one ever came in. Right. That could be possible. Mm-hmm. And the story goes on to say that they were breeding rats and guinea pigs and stuff like that for snakes okay. to sell for people that had snakes. Okay. Be that as it may. Oh, that's still, a, it can't be that lucrative. <laughs> You're right. Maybe. I don't know. I've never been on a rat farm before or Ew. a mouse farm. God, it's so disgusting. Well, that'd be more like a mill, like puppy mills, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, it'd be my, like a rat mill. A rat mill. You rat mill. <laughs> it's just a rat mill over there. <laughs> Another radio station. They're just a rat mill. And if you are... You have a different building for that, right? Like, you, you don't should. do it in your house. You have, like, a shed, like a she shed or something like that. Right, a she shed, yeah. Right. Some Ew, sort of she shed. a rat shed? Yeah, well, it'd be your animal Yuckers. breeding grounds. Some people do that. Some people that have sheds in their backyards. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about the aluminum ones, right? The they've, they've sophisticated them quite a bit. Oh, my guy across the street, my neighbor, man, he's got two sheds. One that he has for the tools, you know, um, uh, lawnmower stuff like that. And the other one he turned into a man cave. This fool's got a big screen TV. Yeah. He's got the PlayStation cable, internet, yeah. couches, recliners. You want a drink? I got a fridge right here full of it. Hey, grab that over there and take a few hits. Why don't you? Right. Yeah, bro. That's more than just a shed. Nowadays. No, that's his hidey ho. That's where he goes to hide from his wife. Pretty much. And because some people buy those two and then butt them up together yeah. and have like the garage part mm-hmm. and then another garage door, but also the other side being my grandpa had one. He had the it was old school, like the aluminum ones. Oh, my hot in the summertime. Yeah, cold but he winter. No, no. He like put insulation up <laughs> and put it in. A, yeah. Yeah. Like he tried to modernize <laughs> it before you could modernize it. That's awesome. Go in there and you have recliners like no grass still down. Yeah. And, but he would put rugs down. It's all good. That's so cool. Yeah. Just to get away from everything. Yes. Her body. A man yes. cave, essentially, but like a detached man cave. Yeah. That's what <laughs> every man needs. If Adorable. you don't want to be around your wife. <laughs> just like, sometimes you need a break from everybody. From everybody. It's not like you hate them or anything. It's then just go like, you know to what? the store. But I don't need anything from a store. And that's how you waste money. You end up going to the store. Oh, because building a he shed isn't wasting money. (laughs) No. After it's already said and done? No. That's an investment, man. That's an investment. Uh, All right. We got to take a break. We'll come back, find out what everybody learned. Tulsa's morning show. The Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. We're going to find out what everybody learned. 
Tell us your favorite part of the show. We'll start with Sam. Sam, what did you learn today? I learned that cults give you a lot of attention, and Gimpy and I are the hot dog experts. How dare you doubt us? <laughs> Gimpy, what did you learn today? I learned that uh, let somebody else get the spray, and I also learned that we are solving the world's problems one at a time. No joke, I have the exact same thing written down. Get out of here. The exact, <laughs> exact th- same thing. Uh, I learned that I hear this Joker movie might have something. Oh, yeah. I hear people are into it. I'm not sure. Uh, it's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. I'm Stephen Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Gampy, thank and you, I'm Saul. Thank you, thank you. Far too Ooh. kind. Oh. Yeah. Ready? Woo. Woo. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh. Now what the hell are you waiting for? There should be no more, so for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle, Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. Sam, why did I pick this? I don't know. It's a good song? It is a good song. Is it because he should be on the list of the uh, top 100 ah, singers ah. of all time? He was somewhere, but he I don't remember where he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 50 years since this album came out, and this is the album they say that made rock and roll what we know to be about sex and drugs and uh, misogyny and all that stuff. Huh. Right? I did not know that. That's cool. They created the formula that made people go, oh, I can write about women. and Because not really. People did write songs about women, and maybe they were tongue-in-cheek, but not like... Not being like so blatant. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. And it, it's 50 years old, and still yeah. to this day, people are emulating this band. Yes. Uh, Greta Van Fleet yeah. is one of them. You know, um, I heard that and I was like, that sounds a lot like Led Zeppelin. And apparently they get pissed about that. They're like, no, no, we don't compare sure. us to Led Zeppelin. Sure, nobody wants, everybody wants to think they're their unique snowflake. Yeah, but you, they sound so much <laughs> like that. You can't not tell me you're not trying to sound like their sound. Exactly. Exactly. It's too but, bad they can't get back together. Greta Van Fleet, I think they're no, doing fine. No, 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 not Greta Van Fleet. Oh. I'm talking about the mighty Led Zeppelin. I think that would be, I would totally go 
and watch. That's oh, I don't know. You don't think you don't think it would be good? Nah. You think there's just too much bitterness and animosity? No, 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 no. I'm sure. I'm sure or? it would be fine, but mm-hmm. only so you would be able to say, "I saw Led Zeppelin." Mm-hmm. If you think they're going to sound or act like like it's going to be the Stones up there fucking killing it, <laughs> true. I you're th- you're miss, You're totally living in a fantasy land. Okay, okay. I uh, I dabbled into some of Robert Plant's um, solo stuff. It's not nearly as good. No. No, and rarely it, it rarely mm. does that ever work out. Rarely, not everybody's Justin Timberlake. True. Right? Not not everybody goes out and does a solo album mm. and kills I'm trying to so Harry Styles, right? He left One Direction. Yeah. That was a huge band. His solo stuff is good, but it's not nearly as good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Kiss solo stuff, not good. Ah. Uh. Godsmack was just in town for BMMS Fest, and leading up to the show, I listened to a lot of their stuff, and I found out that Soli did a couple of solo albums and I, that I did not know about. So I fell down that rabbit hole, and that is solid. I He could go out on his own, and I think make it just fine. Make it just fine. He doesn't need the rest of, you know, the Godsmack behind him or whatever. These are the 10 best post-band solo artists. Ooh, okay. Is it like Camilla, Camilla Cabello? Like new? Who's that? Uh, the girl from Fifth Harmony. Havana. Ooh, re- okay, my point is, are, are they new or are they old? Why don't I read the list and you decide? Okay. Morrissey. He was in the Smiths, influential alternative band, mm-hmm. right? Maybe they're the Fifth Harmony of their time. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but kind of weird. That's, yeah. that's kind of, I would expect him to be in the on a list, but not at 10, way mm-hmm. like 20 or 30 maybe. I never got into any of that. Paul Simon. Okay. I don't know if I like that answer. Why? Because well, you just Simon know and Garfunkel, there were two solo guys. Like, <laughs> True. It's like uh, Hall and Oates, right? Yeah. What, what, where's fucking Daryl Hall's fucking solo shit? Good point. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne. I guess. Solid. Yeah. Surprised it's yeah. at number eight. Yeah. That should be a lot higher on that list. Sting. Mm, because he was with the police. Yeah, and his his solo stuff's solid for sure. Okay, John Lennon. Okay, his his solo yeah. stuff was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some argue way better than the Beatles. Okay, Neil Young. Mm. What band, Sam? Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Mm. He was at him later. He was also in Buffalo Springfield. Yeah. Um, Michael Jackson. Of course, yeah. Jackson Five, yeah. Peter Blue Gabriel, Lo- who was he with? Genesis. That's right. Uh, where's uh, Phil Collins on that list then? Right, Eric Clapton. He was totally. in the Yardbirds. He totally. was in Cream. Totally better off on his own. And then Paul McCartney, number one. Really? You don't say. But no, Phil Collins. Yeah, I would put Phil Collins way ahead. Yeah, this- way ahead of of Morrissey. Yeah, and, and no, Justin. No, no, no Timberlake? No Timberlake on right. that one. So those were all moderately older artists. I mean, in terms of, you know, of what they achieved, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, what was it, uh, Jackson, Morrissey probably would have been the most recent one. I was going to say Michael Jackson. Michael but. Jackson, Morrissey, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanted to see the date on this to see. 2012. I don't know when Justin Timberlake became a thing. Oh. He may have just started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not, not sure on my Justin Timberlake history. Hmm. But I think that's like 2009. I, besides Morrissey, I don't hate anybody on that list. Uh, here's another list. Let's see how we got here. Paul Simon's number one. 
Eminem? Ah. I what? don't count if you were in a band before nobody knew who you were, D12, mm-hmm. as like you were fronting a band then went solo. No, not at all. Because well, that factually he, may be true. Right. But when he blew up, when he went mainstream or whatever, you know, when he first got, it was Eminem. It, nobody knew about D12 until he had gotten a little bit bigger. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, NWA for sure. Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. Ooh. She got better after No Doubt. I, I would put Beyonce way ahead of, of Gwen Stefani. Oh, sure. Yeah. She's far more successful than Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Phil Collins, Lionel Richie, Commodores, man. Yeah. Alice Cooper, Stevie Nicks, George Michael. Wait, hold back up for a second. Who was Alice Cooper with? I thought it was because Al- Alice Cooper is the band, and then he took on that name, right? Uh, just because he's the front man, so everybody associated with him. So I'm like, who else was yeah. he with then? I don't know. Freddie Mercury's on here too. I mean, I'm sure he was the front man of another goddamn band, <laughs> right? It's just yeah, st- but still. It's stupid. Diana Ross. Okay. Debbie Harry. George Harrison. They literally had Beyonce at number 18. Listen, I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan, <laughs> but I do respect. Yeah. And she's far bigger than 18. Yeah. In terms of used to front a band and as a solo? Yeah. How long was Destiny's Child around, Sam? <sighs> maybe three years? Yeah, I was going to say maybe three years. Not that long, Mm-mm. right? A coffee cup. That's <laughs> <laughs> a sip of coffee. Needless to say, Beyonce's been doing way better on her own. Yeah. W- way longer than Absolutely. Destiny Child. And where are those other bitches from? The, uh, from where's the other children at? What are they doing? Are they doing anything or just not near as successful? Yeah, I think like Kelly Rowland did some stuff, like solo okay. stuff. I remember that. It didn't last. Bit, yeah, no, not. It's the Nelly factor, man. What do you mean? She did something with Nelly and that ruined her career. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. No kidding, huh? I didn't know that they I had don't a know. I'm just making that No, they really did. They really huh. did do something together. Fuck you, Nelly. Um, they have Neil Young at 22 on this list. <laughs> Steve Perry, Robert Plant, Iggy Pop, Lou Reed, Joan Jett, Chris Cornell. Okay. They have Justin Timberlake at 32. What? They have Gloria Estefan at 33. <laughs> the rhythm is going to get you. I mean, <laughs> yes, but she, it was Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine. It yeah. wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. The Miami Sound Machine, and she was the front. Maybe I got it wrong. I got. Mm. I got to be honest. I don't know my shit about <laughs> the Miami Sound Machine. I'm not. Uh, I can't speak to that. Not up on that. No. Mm. Don Henley. They have it 35. I would put him higher up from yeah. the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pharrell. He was in the Neptunes and NERD, but again, I wouldn't. I don't know if that's 34 is fine. They weren't exactly huge. This one is Peter Gabriel at 39. Wow. None of the list had him, you know, pretty high up. Ricky Martin. I would put him up high, too. Because he was with Menudo first. Dude, yes. I forgot about it. Menudo's a huge <laughs> band. Dude, the longest running band of all time, Menudo to this day, is still a band. What is it, like uh, 40 years or something? They like rotate that? members through. <laughs> They're just out recruiting little boys, going to the mall or whatever. Uh, hey. I like the way you said that. <laughs> yeah. You look like you could be in a boy band. You uh, want, I like you know? the way you said that. Hey, <laughs> little boy, would you like to make some money? <laughs> God. Why did you motion for your jacket to open yeah, up? Yeah, and why do you sound like you're swindling? Hey, listen here, boys. Want to win some cash? Put a little jingle in your pocket. I got a chance for you. Here, hold this microphone and stand in front of the camera. You definitely flash a trench coat. You got to get out more, dude. You got to get to Mexico. They do not talk like that.
that. Oh, they don't? <laughs> no 1920s gangsters down in Mexico, huh? I mean, I've only been to a few malls in Mexico, and each time I'm like, this doesn't feel like a mall. <laughs> okay. Fair. Much less is there some guy in, you know, a press hat and a <laughs> right. fedora and a rain trench coat. <laughs> well, listen here, kids. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Okay. <laughs> Menudo. Also a delicious soup. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Oh, yeah. They say it's good it, for it, hangovers. It, I've had it. It's delicious. I've never tried it before. If you have good Menudo, mm-hmm. it's good. German Corner, mm-hmm. they're Elfagon. Ah. They have a good Menudo. I have to go check it out then. And that's like... That's Pig like, well, I was going to say, it's got weird, disgusting. Tribe, yeah. Yeah. Which is okay. If you think about it, you go to these taco stands. Oh, my God. I love street taco. Mm-hmm. Barbacoa. That's the uh, meat from the cheek Base, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have the Goats, cabeza. Technically. Yeah. You have a cabeza. That's the uh, from the forehead yeah. or whatever. All so delicious. You're eating already weird stuff that you yeah. never would normally How eat. How anyway. about this? Lard. You eat tortillas. They're made with lard. Pure fat. Fats. From an animal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we don't give a shit. Nope. So... Menudo to me is not that big a deal. I have to give it a shot. They're not like Americans. We they use everything. We use every part. No waste though. No. Fat ugly Americans. Right. I don't know why I went French all of a sudden, but that sounded more Russian. Oh. Stupid Americans. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that sounds <laughs> We're all over the place. Yeah. Uh so what do we want to talk about? So all right, so um um okay. F you dude. All right. Okay. That's all I got to say about oh, this. Oh, did right? it? <laughs> you motherfucker. Did, did I get you? you? Motherfucker. All right. <laughs> nice. So yesterday, Corbin's like, I'm going to share this clip with you. I grabbed this clip. You can use it just if the uh, time ever comes up. All right. You got it ready? Is it in there somewhere? Yeah, it's going to take me two seconds, but okay. I will have it here in a second. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And then he plays the clip for me and I start laughing my ass off. And he's like, you're going to say that some point in time today. Whatever. Whatever. And uh, so I'm at the Walmart shopping and I see this, I'm getting some stuff for dinner, right? And I'm in the produce section, and and there's a kid and his dad, and the kid's like, meh, meh, pointing and, and just making a sound. Yes. So I just, I figured the kid was deaf or something was not right. But mother... Way to work, gumshoe. <laughs> Way to... <laughs> you son of a bitch, the first thing that pops into my head is... This thing. Okay, so <laughs> the clip is... And I've played... Sam knows this clip. Okay. And I'm playing the full clip, but we only want the last part of the clip. So you have to bear through, um, you know, like 20 seconds to get to the, to get to the good part. Oh. <sighs> Call me a bad girl. Oh, sorry. Tell me I'm a bad girl. So he's deaf, turns to the per- interpreter, he's mm-hmm. signing. You're a man, you <laughs> So I, I didn't even think about you're it. You're a man, you It came out, he's all, and I'm like, you're a man, girl. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I shit. found myself, like, yes. I was making dinner going, <laughs> you're a man, girl. <laughs> like, for no reason. Sam's mouth is a gay. Because you, <laughs> did you... Am I understanding that you were making fun of a deaf kid? I wasn't making fun of him. He just... I he realized... Saying, yeah. He is saying that he saw a kid <laughs> that has been cursed, essentially, 
and not with the inability to speak. And for him, it channeled a funny moment for him. Yeah, I wasn't making unfortunate situation has channeled him to a situation that I presented him with. You're a man girl. <laughs> You're a man girl. <laughs> and happened to be in the fruit and vegetable section. So I'm like, You're a man girl. <laughs> You're a man girl. <laughs> anyway, I, yeah, you, you, you got me, yeah. you son of a I bitch. told you. I told you you would hear it at some point. It wasn't the opportunity or, or, or the time that I was expecting to, you know, say it, but it worked. Gibby, I have a question. Mm-hmm. This, I'm shifting gears. Okay. You're a man girl. Yes. Um. You're a man girl. You're a man girl. You're a man girl. Sorry. My hands are over. Um. That? So, okay. When I think it was like four or five years ago. For BMS Fest, I got super drunk. We were mm-hmm. talking about it at BMS Fest mm-hmm. about the night that I blacked out mm-hmm. and like came to time traveling mm-hmm. in Cornflake's car and like, how the fuck did I get here? Mm-hmm. Like, and got scared. What point of your night during BMS Fest did that happen? Uh, What's the last thing you remember? Oh, walking out of the BOK Center. Um, before the walking out of the BOK Center, let's see here. Dancing and then out in the hall. There was that... In between, so, in do you remember stage time. announcement? Yes. Okay. But you don't remember me and Jeff out in the hall, me mm-hmm. and you, and mm-hmm. you and girl out in the mm-hmm. hall. Mm-mm. No, there was that brief point in time, and it's like, what? All right, what the fuck happened here? What happened? All right, whatever. And then went on my business. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. Fuck that. Yeah. I- At forty-four, I see that type of thing. Listen, you do you. Mm-hmm. But I look at that and I get scared. <laughs> Because I'm 44 and I don't, I don't, I can't hang. You can't be tra- time traveling like that. I can't Leah. be time traveling, dude. I feel you. I feel you. I can't. Yeah, but you're safe because you had someone time traveling with you, so it's not as bad. <laughs> That's true. Because like yeah, it's always. Okay. I mean, I just know what it used to feel like when I black out all the time, mm-hmm. and. I would dread coming to work because I'd be like, fuck, I did something embarrassing. I said right. something bad. I'm scared to see everyone because I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I would always have that super duper dreadful feeling. But the only other person that you could have pissed off was also blackout drunk. So you right. were good. You, right. Did you both just like, we're good. We're good. We're good. Ah, oh, don't remember like, anything either. Didn't really, yeah, didn't really think of shit or anything until yesterday. When things come around, you know, you like Sam had that unsettling feeling, like something doesn't seem right. Something I feel something happened that I'm gonna have to answer some questions for. <laughs> so I just went about my time or whatever it is, and then when the details, full details came out yesterday, I'm like, hmm, all right. We should give a little context because we're being a little more coy than we usually are. Yeah, yeah. I, without giving too much. Yeah. So I'll leave it to you. Let me set it up. Mm-hmm. So we were at BMMS Fest and Inner Circle, mm-hmm. and. Everything seems fine, but I will admit the amount of shots flowing there was a lot was ridiculous. There was a lot, uh, and we had planned to do shots on stage, as we did. We did plan, <laughs> yeah. to do that, and uh, we get to the BOK Center, mm-hmm. and Gimpy, I notice, is different Gimpy than who I left the Inner Circle Vodka Bar from. 10 minutes prior, because it didn't take me more than 10 minutes to get from Inner Circle yeah. to our VIP parking into the venue. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what happened. I, uh, okay, so I, we left Inner Circle. 
pile in the car, head on over to parking. We park, we get in the BOK Center. All right. Here's my stuff in your little basket. Boom. All Did right. you park in VIP parking too? No. <laughs> Started to, but um, got she got turned around and ended up parking on this side as opposed to VIP parkings over here. And instead of listening to me uh, and saying, hey, why don't you just go around the block and put it there, well, right there. No, I'm just going to throw in some money. Fine. Your money, not mine. I don't give a damn. I have free parking right here. But if you want to spend your cash, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> go I park. Go across the street. Go through uh, Go through security. Empty my pockets. Here's my phone. Here's right. my stuff. Da, 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 da. Go upstairs. Boom. Bar. Fuck. Shot of tequila. Need one. <laughs> and I think that's where the things went downhill from there. All right. Because so I- after the four, five shots at Inner Circle? I thought it might have been a good idea to just take one more. And, okay, and I think that's what that's what did it because everything was cool and gravy, hanging out. Uh, Hailstorms up on the stage. We're in the suite, and then all right, time to go. Boom, we go down. You are jumping over <laughs> some huge details. I'm sure that I am. That there what, is one point where I'm. We're talking about going down to meet the band, mm-hmm. and and I go. I don't. We're not going to get down there. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get down on the thing. They have security, and you go, bro. It's good, and you point to the logo on our shirt. And I go, no, <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They're just, you know how many people are wearing BMMS shirts here? Right, 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 right. And you're like, it's a, no, it'll be fine. <laughs> well, was it fine? Yes, because we had so I got someone to take us down there. Do you remember that? Uh, no, no, you no, fucking no. don't. Like I said, it was that that first shot when I came in upstairs in the BOK Center. That was the tipping point. You know, that was the one that said, "You fuck." Watching you, you text Boom. the tour manager might be one of my favorite things I've ever seen you do. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fun. You, it just didn't work out. No, I mean it <laughs> did, but the, okay. So there's two things that happened. You, like you're you were like fat fingering. Oh yeah, and I say that respectfully. Yeah, it was because you were drunk. Yeah, like hitting everything. Yeah. And and then, do you remember the tour manager biting it? Uh uh-uh. uh Do you remember Sam? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Were you that? Were you kind of toasted? He he, no. he like fell, bite it, or oh yeah, no shit, huh? So they were changing cables out on the stage, mm-hmm. and they for those who don't know, they have like a thing you walk over, but that thing lifts up like a lid. Okay, and then they can pull the cables out. There's little grates mm-hmm. for the cables to sit in, mm-hmm. and a, and he was waving us in. Turns around, doesn't see that the thing's up like a barricade at a security thing. Not on stage. You're talking about on the ground. Yes. Yes. Okay, got you. Bites it. And he, that poor, I felt so bad for him. Ah, damn. Because, yeah, I felt so bad for him. I was like, ah, god damn. Mm -hmm. So this happens, and I go up to him, like, are you okay? And he's like, uh, you know, like, I'm fine. Uh, uh, right. This guy will help you. <laughs> I'm gonna go right? cry in the corner real so quick. So I do that. I turn around and Gimpy's in some fucking roadie's face with his phone, going, <laughs> "What's your name, bro?" <laughs> do you remember that? Oh no. <laughs> and we were trying to get a picture of the three of us, like mm. on stage, just mm. you know, like, "Hey, this is a fucking BOK Center. This is epic." You would not settle the fuck down, Gimpy. <laughs> you were like, all over the place. You That's were. Fun. You were crazy toddler all over the place like jumping over people mm-hmm. and like at some point it's on our Facebook page you like jumped into some guy's arms. I remember arms. that. I remember that. That guy, that mountain I of a motherfucker. I think you remember it because mm-hmm. you saw it on a Facebook page. I don't think this yeah. is a clear memory That's a good from... Point. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent point, <laughs> yeah. Your Honor. Yeah. You're, you're remembering the things that we tell you a lot of but not any of the in-between. So I think you're remembering the stuff that we've I told saw you. The picture, yeah. I seen the picture and I seen the video. I was like, ah, I remember that. Right, now you do. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the moment the in time, yeah, I didn't... So, so you're running around like mm-hmm. these roadies are trying to do a set change mm-hmm. as quick as possible, and your fucking face book living 
Damn. And they're like, what? I'm like, we're going to get fucking kicked out. Aww. They're not going to tolerate this shit. Mm-hmm. And so, whatever, we don't. And so uh, a crew, hats off to that crew because we went there and they're like, go. And we're like, right. uh, shit, okay. Yeah, usually there's a little bit of a weight. Major weight. Mm-hmm. And so we go, we do the thing, and I deliberately never look at Gimpy. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. I was actually concerned you might fall off stage because we were right on the edge of the stage. Oh, yeah. You didn't fall. I mean, there's no spoiler there. Hmm. You didn't fall, but I would. I I was a little worried. And then yeah. when we leave, people were saying hi. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. So cool. Mm-hmm. We get across the arena, do some pictures, get across the arena floor. I turn to Sam and I go, "Where's Gimpy?" And you go, "Who the fuck cares?" <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> well, because you were being so, you were being very crazy. Like yeah. Yeah. attention. You at some point were like. Putting your arms above yeah. your head and Whatever making some crazy noise. Whatever your alter ego is, like <laughs> for when you're drunk, you were that, that guy was out. That's good. That guy doesn't come out a whole lot, a whole lot. It has come out more so lately <laughs> than usual. I feel like I'm getting to know him more than I know you, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, he did come out that often. Ooh. He used to, I think, is the word you're missing in that used sentence. To. Used he to. He used to not come out that then often. Times change, and then times change. Yeah. Well, I had fun, from what I remember. and uh, People tell and, me I had fun. And, 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 and that's, uh, <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. I apologize uh, to everybody and anybody I may have offended or made feel uncomfortable. I wanted to ask you this, but I don't, mm-hmm. want, it, I don't want it to be misinterpreted that I don't think you should live your life. Mm-hmm. At what age do you go, I ain't doing that shit no more? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm coming up on that age. I think 40 is a good time to be like, all right, dude, you're fucking 40 now. Get your shit together. And what's the big thing between 39 and 40? 365 days. Which you are well beyond, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm under the uh, 365. I'll be yeah, 40 okay. in August. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just, just whittling it down. Okay. One day at so a time. if I'm interpreting your statement mm-hmm. correctly, mm-hmm. you're saying <laughs> that the next 360 days are going to be what I just saw. Oh, no. No. That yesterday, that Friday was a... That was a lesson learned. Right? It's like, fucking just calm down, dude. There is no need for all that. I'm all for celebrating. Right. Go out, Celebrate. have fun. There's no You sense. can do all the fun stuff mm-hmm. without being that wasted. Yeah. I The way I see it, if you're going to, and I thought about this a lot yesterday, if you're going to be like that, fucking stay at home and do it. Well, that you need to not. have, I think what you better edit mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is because it, it was BMS Fest yeah. for us to celebrate. Absolutely. Yeah. But you need to... Have someone be the designated sober, not shit show. Yeah. Because when two people are yeah, for sure. couple shit showing together, it it's spirals because you there's beat not, off each other. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. no one like, all right, you're going too far. This is too crazy. Let's right. reel it in. Right, you both right, are like, right. you no. can be a couple and do it. You just need an accountability partner to make right. sure you get to where you need to be when you need to be somewhere. And right. not that you didn't do any of those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and get home safe. Yeah. To me, get home safe is the most important part. I give a shit about getting on time to places because mm. everybody's working together. To me, it's I, I was worried about you guys getting home. I didn't yeah. know. I f- was assuming you had a way home. Yeah, which we, you did. Yeah, we did. We got it. We got it all figured out. It was it was a, it was an eye opener for sure. That Friday was. I'm like, all right, man, that's cool. That's cool. Don't do that again. Right <laughs> now. Especially after, around, we'll especially after Rocklahoma, especially after all the Rocklahoma yeah. shit, yeah, and then yeah. to see all that, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, so it goes sometimes. The only difference between <laughs> there are two differences between what happened at BMMS Fest and Rocklahoma. What's that? It wasn't raining. True. And you weren't on your motorcycle. 
true statement. It's the only two differences. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, the amount of alcohol that was flowing through, well, I don't think I drank near as much on the at Rocklahoma as I did Friday for sure. Oh, for I, sure. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. If you, some, but, if you would have had as much as you had then on your motorcycle, you would have went to jail. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have stayed in the hospital. I, I wouldn't have gone home. You would have went to the hospital. Yeah. You just would have went to jail afterwards. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have gone home after surgery. For sure. For sure. Which sobering up in the hospital might be better, even though your hand was tore open. Yeah. Sobering up in, a, in the jail. Jail cell, for yeah. sure. Oh, God. That, I would, ooh, which would you rather wake up to, you know, because hospital. they both fucking suck. You hospital. Know, you're yeah. already hooked up to, like, tubes and wires and shit. Yeah, financially, Fuck a hospital's jail. a bad choice, but hospital. Yeah. You can at least there's a chance you're going home after that. Ain't nobody gonna be kicking your ass. True. And yes, shower rape does not happen that often in the hospitals. Yeah. No way, Jose. I'm glad you had fun though. Yeah. How's that mine? I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. I was not in a drinking mood. Mm-hmm. And then we must have had like three or four shots at Inner Circle. Mm-hmm. Uh and then I had one beer at the BOK Center. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a, doesn't taste good. Yeah, this is a weird thing. As I'm getting older, I'm ta- I'm getting beers, and I'm like, this beer doesn't taste good. Are they regular domestics or are they craft beers? Any beers? Yes, yeah, just, v- just very, all beers. Yeah, really. That's it doesn't matter. Like I'll just drink a beer, and I'm like, this just doesn't taste good. You gonna switch over to like scotch or something like that? No, but I did enjoy the Jameson. Man, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> it is. If if everybody wouldn't have been tongue fucking that bottle, I probably would have taken it with me. Everybody, even your girl. Really? Took a pull, yeah. That's fun. That's fun. Everybody take a Everybody took a pull. Yeah. I think even Jeff may have taken a pull. I feel like maybe he did. Maybe not. Mm, I Lynn, don't know. Lynn took a pull. The Don took a pull. Yeah, why not, right? Yeah. We're here to celebrate. Yeah. Why the hell not? Yeah. That's good. That yeah. was an epic birthday. Yeah. Being yeah. Best birthday. Definitely got memories and stories for Yeah. Now. It was awesome that everybody came out. We sure hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll do it again next year. Fucking At least right. contractually, hopefully for the next four. <laughs> True. Four. That's you. I four for me. Yeah. How many for more for you two? Uh, I'm on four. We're not no. on the same. No, we're not no, on the no, same schedule. Not. I think I've got like another. No, because I just signed my option year. So, so this is your last year this, of the this, contract. This, this is it, and then then the next one that comes around, I'll be like, hey, here's another vote. So you're you're in your option year now. Mm-hmm. Then and they haven't renegotiated. Uh, not yet. I should probably go talk to the man about that. Yeah, because. That that means as of December thirty first, you're not employed. I'm gonna have to check into that. Did I sign? What did I? Were, unless did next I year is your option year. No, 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 no. When I did signed, you sign your option? I signed a new one this year, a new contract this year. I'm gonna have to check into that. I've got it in there. I'm gonna have to look and see when that. Option I don't think year so. Takes. I don't think so. And this is why, because mm-hmm. this is the first year of my new contract, and okay. we're about two years alter after each other so okay. you may have just signed your option year and next year is your option year I think year. that's where I'm at I think that's where I'm at yeah because I remember boss man a couple months ago came up and was like here congratulations you're being extended or whatever signed Did you here get that, Sam? something to that effect yeah okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> usually you're like oh yeah 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 I remember when that was but I didn't hear you say anything so I was like oh shit this is gonna get uncomfortable <laughs> uh Sam <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you should I'm have not just worried. said no. <laughs> of the three of us, who should be worried in a contract negotiation? Are we done? Uh, oh, Bob! <laughs> millionth podcast. I'm excited. The millionth podcast is on Saturday. We've sent out all the invitations to everybody. We are on a limited space. I got to be honest. We were we did not expect as many as we got, and so it's just. 
we're limited space so don't worry we will do it again in the future assuming that everything runs uh well so thank you to everybody that wanted to go and uh for those that uh are gonna be there can't wait to see you guys shake a hand We've got some fun stuff planned for the podcast. Hell yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an awesome moment when uh, we start the podcast cuz we've never done anything like that. The three of us will be completely out of our element. We're used to wearing headphones when we do the show. There will be no headphones. Ah. We're not used to people looking at us. Ah. It'll be a completely new ah. up on a stage. Ah. It's going to be a little different. I want to have the nervous parts. We will post that podcast, though. Yeah. That will go live, uh, I'm guessing, not too long after. I don't know. We'll have to figure those details yeah. out at the latest Monday afternoon. So yeah. uh, you guys have a great rest of your week. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.